tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey gang, big news in the world of We Hate Movies live appearances in this one. Well, you better get your holiday coat on because it's not happening until December. We're so excited. It's actually a hometown show for this Jersey boy. Only you. Jersey City's beautiful White Eagle Hall will be hosting the We Hate Movies podcast. And we're going to be talking about a Christmas movie. Eric Siska, what is that oh movie? Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> it is the Santa Claus, the original film. Not Out of way. Is it original? Yeah, it's original. The first one. Tim Allen <laughs> yes. finds a fat so falls off his roof. Yep. yep, we're going to be talking all about it on December 7th, which is a day that will live in infamy <laughs> at White Eagle Hall. I mean, it, it incidentally lives in infamy. We, right. We're just we're to yeah. the side of it. We're adding to the infamy. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's more infamy because this will be uh, our debut in Jersey City. And this is what it's come down to, folks. Steve Sadak. Refusing to get on planes, mm-hmm. refusing right. to get a driver's license to help That's out right. with rental cars. I refuse to get on a train for this show. I'm fucking right. walking. Oh I gotta walk to the venues. So I guess this is the new normal, gang. Only wherever Steve's <laughs> legs can carry him. But it's an awesome venue, and it's really close to the train. If you're like you're in the, in the city, or if you want to drive in from Pennsylvania, wherever. Mm-hmm. Right, the path train's not too far. Right, path train's a, a stone's throw away. A here. Stone's throw, folks. Come on out to the White Eagle Hall. That's right. Tickets are on sale now, so get them in advance. Get them fast. This is going to be a popular show. December seventh, White Eagle Hall, Jersey City, New Jersey. Tickets available right now at whmpodcast.com. It's Christmas time again. It's time to be nice to the people you can't stand all year. Now on today's program, a uh, Patreon patron select episode. What? Yeah, Uh. that's right. We'll get into it uh, after the theme song, but... uh, this is We Hate Movies. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in. As always, like we said up top, this is Tango and Cash from 1989, sort of directed by Andrei Konchalovsky. We'll get to that in a second. It takes a village to direct a movie, all right? Especially a fucking Tango and Cash movie. Uh, So, like we said, this was a, a Patreon patron select episode. Now, here's the thing. Back, way back, way back. 
in the month of September, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when we started this Patreon, we were like, you yeah, know, we'll have this like fifty dollar tier. If someone subscribes to it for at least three months, they can they can request an episode. Uh, we one under- person will do. Like, ah, yeah, one person yeah, will do it. Yeah. Maybe two people. Yeah. Oh, two people. Oh, it's fine. Two people. We underestimated your enthusiasm severely. Uh, so we had to get rid of that tier because you'd be programming every show for the entire year, and you know and we was, don't want that. It was just too complicated. Yeah, we're not. You know what? We're a simple group of guys, but we are <laughs> simple brains. <laughs> we thank the hell out of the people. Hey, any, on any level of Patreon, yes. obviously, yes. Uh, but we do thank the hell out of people that paid this much much money. It's just crazy. That's right. Uh, especially our friend Lawrence, yes. uh, who did yeah. this, uh, who wanted to hear us talk about uh, Tango and Cash. Lawrence, especially this one is for you. So everybody else, please turn the episode off. Yes, uh, yeah, just for him. If this downloaded to your feed. That was a mistake. We were sending yes. this privately to Lawrence. And <laughs> email. Had some very long talks with Apple. And, uh, they assured they, they they us they blacklisted everyone's IP address yeah. except for Lawrence's. So thank you, Lawrence. You're the only person that will hear this episode. Yes. But, you know, things get out on the internet. Yeah, they do. You know? do I heard leaks. Leaks. Yeah, these yes. dirty leakers. So if you're listening to this, this is an illegal leak. Mm. Yeah, that's Fake right. news. It's a fake episode. The leak was real. The podcast was fake. You know what? Lawrence spent all this money on Patreon and everyone got to hear it. It's not fair. <laughs> uh, so Tango and Cash, you guys, this is, uh, it's Sly Stallone yeah. and, and, and Kurt Russell on the screen fucking finally. I feel like I would have nixed this if this wasn't, if Lawrence wasn't so generous. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is almost barely a movie. It's it insane. kind of crazy. How incompetent this movie is. <laughs> Gee, what, like, just what a couple of boobs making this movie, well, man. Well, you can definitely feel, I mean, we, we said Andre Konchalovsky has his name on this thing. Yeah. But you can definitely feel that there were five people mm-hmm. on it at a different time. Is five the tally? Place. I mean, because they, so they had multiple directors for this movie. Well, one was, so went to, Stallone was the, like, overall director. It's, well, that's, it. I feel that's the case with every Sylvester But I mean, I feel like every movie. time you get on set with Sylvester, like, you know, I do have an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's <laughs> funny because I read on uh, the, uh, the Wikipedia Digest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, that he, Andre Konchalowski was actually like, fuck the producers. But Sly's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, he had great things to say about Sylvester Stallone, but, which I feel I would too if I ever got to work with him. <laughs> well, maybe one day. Fingers crossed my screenplay for Glass Table Colon the movie <laughs> is uh, greenlit by but someone. This movie is like, you know, like <clears> when, <throat> you, when you try to execute someone and you tie four horses to all their limbs uh-huh. and then they pull, like a horse pulls each limb off, you know, oh, all at once. Yeah. And yet this somehow they being, survive. Exactly. This movie is being pulled apart four ways, yes. and then somehow there's still a movie on the table. You're it's pulling g- me apart, Lisa. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, my 20s, while being a lot of fun, a lot of the time, were pretty rough. I wasn't exactly rolling in dough. I lived at home until I was about 25, and for most of it, I didn't have this show or you lovely people in my life. I just kind of drifted around without direction and didn't know where to voice that. Then I started to get my crap together one piece at a time, and the last piece, which didn't come until my early 30s, was therapy. And man, I wish it came along sooner. Ever since I started sitting down with a licensed therapist, I've had a place to voice my insecurities and try to fashion plans to help me achieve my goals. So that's why I'm thrilled we're sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to meet your schedule. 
Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And the good thing is you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash WHM today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash W-H-M. This episode's brought to you in part by Rocket Money, and they have this question for you. They handed to me just now. Mr. Rocket just handed me this. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they pay around $80 a month on subscription services, but the actual total is closer to $200. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. And with Rocket Money, you can lower those bills without resorting to having bean dinners every day of the week. You know, you have those bean dinners to try to save some few bucks. But if you were monitoring your spending with Rocket Money, you didn't necessarily need to eat every bean dinner. So find out what all the fuss is about. You know, over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like the Stars app. Don't get me started. You don't have to go through all the back end of the website anymore. You don't have to call customer service. Rocket Money helps you manage all your finances in one place as well and categorizes everything. It's easy to keep track of a whole budget. Even I can do it and I got rocks in my head. So find out what 3 million people have already done. They've taken the rocket, folks. Stop throwing the money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash WHM. That is rocketmoney.com slash WHM. Once more, rocketmoney.com slash WHM, which stands for We Hate Movies. Question is, did anyone get the cut? Because uh, I think there's a couple cuts of this movie with the worst edit in history. It's where Kurt Russell is in is like uh, a, a botched circumcision. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, that's a joke you would hear at the fucking Friars Club, <laughs> which is under investigation for fraud. Did you see that headline? What happened? Some sort of pyramid scheme or uh, something. That sounds about right. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> no, but the, turns it, out these guys aren't friars. <laughs> They were just wearing the hats. They have nothing to do with that religion. <laughs> They're not brewing anything. They're not <laughs> writing in books. No. Uh, it's kind of a brouhaha. It is a brouhaha. No, there's this, it's, it's when uh, Stallone and Kurt Russell are about to cut a deal with the DA, and they're working it out in the investigation room, and Kurt Russell, like, kind of cash, puts his legs up, and it cuts, like, yes. in the middle of that. Yes. It's, it's crazy. It's like a ridiculous jump cut Yes, that just made it. Into the movie, like you, I rented this on Amazon, man. This is the real yeah. deal. Yeah, he just he's putting his legs up and then quick, and then they're up. Jesus, there. you know I'm so glad that you brought this up because I, you know, always full disclosure with me on this show. I was sitting here a couple of tall glasses of water to the wind, and I'm watching. And I was like, oh man, that was that jump cutter. Oh. <laughs> I was. No, I, I thought I was seeing shit. No, it happened. I saw it happen. <laughs> Don't tell me it didn't happen. <laughs> Just yeah, that's a real fucking flub. That, like, that, that's incredibly unprofessional. Like that, that is the room doesn't have that. You know, you want to talk about the room and the football scene and whatever else. Yeah, there's no awkward jump cuts in that football scene. Ah, the football scene. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a well made movie. It is. Uh, the craftsman. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so this movie is about two cops uh, who are from opposite sides of L.A. and they do things differently, who hate each other, who get framed by Jack Palance, who we'll talk extensively about. Uh, you have to. That's and, be all of it. I think. And, and this was, I mean, I think this was the year of Jack Palance. <laughs> it was. Career. Yes. For reasons we'll get into. So it continues. No, and they, they, they get set up. They go to prison. They break out of prison. Then they take the guys down. And it's so incompetent. I mean, that sounds like a cool kind of movie, right? Like a, a buddy cop movie, but they go to jail. If, sure. This yeah. feels like a sequel, by the way, right? It, it feels yes. like yes. Cash 3, The Big House. <laughs> and it would have to be 3. It wouldn't yes. be The 2. <laughs> no, exactly. Because The 2 would just be more of the same of the first one. And the third one would be like, you know what? We got to get him out of L.A. What can we do? You know what? Let's send him to prison. It's true. You don't bring in the sister until the third movie. Yes, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah, it's like, oh, I got his sister now. Uh-oh. We got to go to New Orleans. Also, oh, we're going to get a group married, right? Uh, <laughs> married. We signed us up for a cult. Oh, oh man, Tango and Cash 4, Colton. Yeah. Cult of personality. <laughs> also, dude, the supercar in this movie, that's also a sequel. That's Absolute. like, we got to make it bigger and better. Maybe they have a fucking fun car now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the dumb gun from Beverly Hills Cop 3. Holy shit, you're totally right. You have to save it for the three. <laughs> or, or save it for the animated series. And, yes. Oh, yeah. Man, and speaking of Beverly Hills Cop, they rip off the score. Yep. Oh, I to, said this to my wife oh, last night. It's like the, same, the it's, bastard child of the Fletch theme and the Beverly Hills Cop I theme. I think it's the same guy. Is it probably it? is. It's the guy who wrote Axel F? It's, well, the guy who... Yeah, Harold Flattermeyer. Oh, I I I don't know. You should know. know. Is he dead? (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Mrs. Flattermeyer. Welcome to a new episode of. Is he dead? (laughs) Yeah, you know what? That's a podcast I could host. (laughs) Figuring out who's dead. You know what this movie starts with, which you just laughing right away, like before anything. It just you hear Stallone. He's like, "Okay, let's do it." And then the what rap you, beat starts. What are you fucking talking about? He drops a beat. Sylvester <laughs> Stallone dropped a beat. He dropped it hot. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's right. so, like just- one, two, three, four, five. Getting <laughs> oh. in my car and going for red. You know, so I could put out a hip hop album. Mike, Mike, check glass table. Mike, check. <laughs> Mike, Mike, check. Tango and Cash number five. By the way, he's uh, he, uh, Harold Flattermeyer. The internet tickers going yeah. across the board here. Yes, he did do Beverly Hills Cop. I thought you were going to say, yes, he did die. No, he did not die. He nice. Did, good for him. He worked on The Martian. Oh, so, oh good movie. Fuck you. Was he nominated for an Oscar? What do I care? <laughs> Fair. Uh, yes, he was. Welcome back to Was He Nominated for an Oscar? <laughs> Best music for... Funny enough, Tango uh, and Cash, Beverly Hills Cop Two, and that's it. What Whoa. was it? A different? Was it a Calypso cover of <laughs> Axel F? What the fuck's the difference? It was called. He added like one extra note. <laughs> Chris Cabin, Axel F. Shut up. No. For the song Shakedown. Oh, oh I love Shakedown. No, mm. you don't. <laughs> I remember. I love. I've seen Beverly Hills Cop Two more than I've seen Beverly he, Hills. He was Cop. also nominated for a Golden Globe for not only that, but also Top Gun. Best original score. Did you wow. have the cassette and you were like, Mom, can we go to Coconuts and I can listen to Shakedown? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> no, I would just watch the movie and have and like rewind the part. Oh, for Shakedown. Oh, we had some fucking wearing out the tape, huh? <laughs> do, 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 Wait, do, isn't that do, 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 do,
You know, that sounds right. I don't know if that's right, but yeah. that sounds right. <laughs> that should be. It's amazing, though, because that's so funny. Is, is it confirmed that it's the same guy who did Tango yeah. Cash? Yeah. I mean, that's amazing because, like, this dude was running on empty. Yeah. Think, by the way, think of all the tweets I saved. Yeah, that's a, you know what? You're doing the Lord's work. I feel Jumping like... on the tweet grenade. <laughs> so the guy who did Tango and Cash did Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, Mr. F- Harold Flattermeyer. Damn okay. right. Don't Flattermeyer yes. yourself for remembering. It makes complete sense because it sounds exactly like it. It um, really does. So we open on Robert Zadar's face. Uh, uh, which, is, when you see that, takes forever mm. to get <laughs> We keep panning back. Down. It's, like, it's, like, it's like focusing on a Star Destroyer at the start of a like, <laughs> Star Wars movie. And it's just panning down. Like, wait, what is that? Oh, oh, oh it's a ship. Oh, wait, it's a face. It's so annoying. It's got ins and outs. It's a lot got, of what have you. Yeah, I mean, our, R.I.P. Robert Zadar. He was great. He was. I he forgot was, he's dead. See, he, that would have been a great episode of Is He Dead? That's. Yes. You know, I'll tell you who got. Zadar fucking. is Zadar. <laughs> he wasn't at the Oscars. No. Why oh, were we talking about fuck? Robert Zadar? Why didn't we stop the show and talk about Robert? Because I don't think he was technically even in the Academy. <laughs> he probably. Was, he was a, an actor who appeared in movies such as this one. Yes. Uh, he was the titular maniac. This yeah, might be his biggest movie. Like yeah, yeah, I think that's if, a good call. If they had let Stallone on the premises that that year, uh-huh. I think he might have like Bill Murray, Harold Ramis it. Oh, like nice! In the middle of the thing, like, and by the way, Robert Zadar was just a class act. Class I fucking, act. I fucking teared up when Bill Murray did that at the Oscars last year. Woo! Oh, I forgot already. What did he do? He like he he was coming out to do something, talking about comedy animation or some, shit. Or some short. But he just like oh Harold Ramis. He slipped in a Harold yeah. Ramis gotcha. ref. I just want to nice. say specifically that Robert Zadar was not. Entirely a maniac cop. He was actually a great dad and a wonderful man to know. He was a good cop. What? (laughs) (laughs) He was a fantastic cop. (laughs) Made beautiful glass tables on his off time. I bought many of them myself. Zadar is driving a truck and Stallone is on some desert highway or something. Yeah, we're in the California desert and we're chasing after this truck and it's like it's it's Stallone who is Tango. Uh huh. The titular Tango. By the way, these names are stupid. (laughs) Oh, of course. Ray Tango. Ray Tango. Ray Tango. What the? F- what is? What is? What, what, what that's is a that? dude. That's a dude who grew up in like a town in Nevada that's not Vegas, but they also like think they've got cool casinos. That's where Ray that's Tango. So that's okay, the so name he's... of the worst cocktail you've ever had. <laughs> oh, Ray Man, Tango. The Ray Tango. Get me. Get me a Ray Tango <laughs> rocks. It's, you know, gin and foot sweat. That's that's when you have your wife send your out of office email because you had too many Ray Tangos last night. I can't even look I can't look at the screen right now. I oh my God. Linda, call out of work for me. <laughs> I had so many Ray Tangos last night. I'm shitting blood. <laughs> So, but the funny thing is, it might also be an Ellis Island chop job. It could have been Ray Tanganalowski or something. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Or Tanganarelli kind of a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably they, a they, they cut that Norelli right off. <laughs> you you got to put that Norelli back on if you want it. It's like Apparently. a name circumcision. <laughs> Just nip the tip a little bit there, right? Yes. Apparently, uh, this was ripped off or uh, borrowed from a Jackie Chan movie. Uh, yes. Oh, this stunt. Police yes. story. Police story. Oh, really? and, like, Which Stallone, is a great movie. And like, it was like, oh, Stallone asked him to do it. I don't think he did. I think no. he was like, hey, Jackie, you ever want to make it to Hollywood? I'm doing this. <laughs> yeah, you could buy it. It's a great you, bit. You could buy a ticket. <laughs> you <laughs> hey, know what? Andre, I just sold one. <laughs> you know what's sad? 
Uh, <clears throat> do you guys notice there was a film that came out last year starring one of the world's greatest action stars, Jackie Chan, and Johnny Knoxville? Oh, yes. no. Wait, no, I didn't hear anything about this. What, <laughs> what, this sounds fake. It's a movie that I almost watched like four times <laughs> and changed my mind. I forget what it's called, like Slipstream or some shit. Bad yeah. Grandpa? <laughs> no, not bad, Grandpa. I don't know. It's like when something something happens, and Johnny Knox has got to team like, up with a Hong Kong detective. Once a year, a Jackie Chan movie will get released in America. Well, the thing is, Jackie Chan hasn't died on screen yet, so he wants yeah. to finish. You know what I mean? Like he's like, I want to be, I don't want to die doing this stuff. Like I think that's his his no. goal. And he's been. Do you think for, so? He's been around forever too. Of course, like, he was in the yeah. Cannibal Run or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's been He's been around. making movies since yeah. the 70s. Didn't he it's play amazing. the tramp? Did I make that up? Or did he, did he get it? Wait, did he pick up a tramp? <laughs> no, was he in City Lights or no? <laughs> yeah, so Jackie Chan, he yeah. falls in love with that blind woman. Yeah, yeah, it's a great movie. He's played excellent. Hitler in that other one. <laughs> <laughs> man, Jackie Chan remakes The Great Dictator. Oh, man, who can, who can forget Jackie Chan's first talkie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so, you know, whatever. He takes down Robert Zadar. We get a, a berugged Jeffrey Lewis as a put upon police captain. Who this, I love in anything. But yeah, I love he's, him. He was great. Speaking of dead, uh, oh, he's dead too. He's dead, man. He died in 2015. There should be an action movie Academy Awards where we celebrate <laughs> these people. All right, and they—that's where the, we talk about Robert Zadar and Jeffrey Lewis. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh huh. Hey, Spike TV, are you listening? <laughs> Oh, wait, yeah. you're no longer Spike TV anymore? Oh, cool. what is it now? No, no, I'm just making that up. Oh, oh, it's, it's hard to keep up with my, Spike My TV. heart skipped a beat. Boner Bros Productions. That's that's the new Spike TV. Uh, um, yeah, oh, the thing that's ridiculous uh, about this this stunt, though. So, like, Stallone basically, like, stands in front of this truck that's barreling down on them. And he's firing wildly at the windshield. And Zadar's, like, somehow dodging these bullets. Maybe they're bouncing off his chin. I don't know. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> They come to us. How do you miss that? He's eating. Know. I know exactly. How is he's, he not getting shot in the face? I think the chin not, is just absorbing the bullets. And it's not a shot. I love that face. It's a great yeah. face. This dude, you know, he was an ass kicker in his time. But so he jams on these brakes, which like, you know, except for Steve, who has never had a driver's license. The rest of us, we've, we've, you don't have a driver's yes. license. You know this. Look, I, at I knew that at one point, I'm sure. But. Yeah, I know. I've, well, I've, why would he have had reason to change that status since the <laughs> right. last time you knew that? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Gross. I'm only 33. All right. I've got a lot of, a lot of figuring, a lot out of to living do. to do. Still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we've all jammed on the brake before, right? And you don't go through the windshield. Can we <laughs> make a coming of age indie movie about Steve getting his driver's license? <laughs> oh, sure. That sounds great, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these two dudes not only do they fly through the windshield which is ridiculous but like the police department shows up and these California state troopers or whatever and they're like come on scumbags let's go and they're like roughing these dudes up and like Zadar's just getting up like oh boy what happened what happened was you and your buddy just went through the windshield also man. your spine is disconnected from your body yeah, totally like, do, you want this, do you want this fucking pelvis I picked up off the road no you know, what happens is they stand up and they're like oh what happened and they look down and they see their bodies and they're, they're oh, it's just like Bill and Ted's bogus journey exactly it's bo- they, and they have to play like uh, it would be Robert Zadar arm wrestling the Reaper which I oh, love this totally. idea yeah, and he, both of them would collaborate on Reaper rap and Stallone <laughs> would, would guest on the track yes he would do he would drop a verse man the reaper rap someone should have went to jail for that we already <laughs> discussed that on a previous episode bill and ted's yeah, yeah. Two. Where, where else is there a reaper i don't rap? know the seventh seal seventh seal 
Possibly last action hero. The Reaper in Seven Seal is not rapping. Well, he transcends time. <laughs> Ian McKellen might do it in Last Action Hero. I don't know. It's been a while. That's true. This uh, movie kind of wants to be Last Action Hero. Like it doesn't know if it is or it isn't. Like it. This movie is almost a like pastiche of buddy cop movies, right, but it also yeah. turns into this kid. Too much because I mean because we're we're really really trying to make this movie funny. Yeah, yes. we're so trying to make it funny, but the problem is a lot of that comedy is filtering through Sylvester Stallone, and mm. also that Rambo reference. Jesus, oh, that's in the first. Rambo is a pussy. Is a Izzy. Come on with these DOA jokes, and he's like the the buttoned up one, so he's playing he's playing against type by being a cop. By being the world's right. best, but that's what doesn't make any sense. He's in. he's the straight laced, well dressed. He's wearing big horn rim glasses, so he's like the straight guy. Yeah, but he's cracking way more jokes than Kurt Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell's just playing the traditional Kurt Russell greasy, bemulleted scumbag. Yes, it's it's like it's the same character from Big Trouble in Little China. This could be a spinoff. You mean Jack Burton? Yes, <laughs> I I they should they should have swapped these roles. Cause, yes, because. In Big Trouble in Little China, Kurt Russell was so funny as that when he was playing the button-down like uh, oh, dude right, oh, going right. to the strip club. Yes, that's <laughs> kind of what you want. It would have been funny because Kurt Russell is in the eighties. What he did was he put his feet up on tables. Like that's yeah. what his role was. <laughs> and, and I you loved know him he was, for it. He yes, was no, I'm, I'm not throwing great at that. Yeah. And I mean, he's great now. He's a great actor. He's a national treasure. He is an absolute national treasure. Fucking love Kurt Russell. Don't you, don't you fucking talk bad about him. I'm not. Okay, he, you know, okay. and he can do button down. He did uh, Executive Decision with Seagal. Oh, I forgot. He's, he's wearing glasses in that. He did button his shirt in that one. <laughs> he did. And it, I don't know if his feet touch any tables. I'm not sure. God, but you just like that Hey, Kurt, you want to put your feet up on that glass that, table? That, <laughs> that life. Greasy brown hair. Oh, yeah. It's You're cracking an ice cold beer. You're wearing tight jeans mm-hmm. and cowboy boots that are both stylish and super comfortable. Yes. You put your feet up on a nicely polished Sylvester Stallone custom designed <laughs> glass table and you make a quick wisecracker too. Uh-huh. This was the existence of Kurt Russell for the entire decade <laughs> known as the 80s. And you uh, one 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 addendum to that is you always had a Murphy bed in your house. Like no matter what <laughs> yes. like, yes. you were in a one bedroom yes. apartment that yep. it was like it was like a living room and it's like oh where's his bed? Oh it's a Murphy bed. And of usually you could open it just by kicking the wall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz you know why? You were cool as fuck. Mhm. Cuz Kurt Russell rules. I love it. I love it. Welcome sure. back to our new podcast, Kurt Russell rules. Oh, dude, <laughs> Just be called Russell Rules. <laughs> well, we're Z. taking phone calls. Unless you say Kurt Russell Rules, you are off the podcast. Hang up on him. Hang up on him. <laughs> Hang up on him. He's the weekly part of the show where we read off the Russell Rules. <laughs> and uh, rule number one is that um, you never comb your hair. <laughs> you never do. You don't fucking have to because you're so goddamn cool. Your hair combs itself. Uh, by That's the way, Kurt Russell. This is the one podcast where uh, ladies could DM us on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> we actively encourage that. That's right. Tell, hey, ladies out there, tell us how much you like the movie uh, Breakdown. <laughs> I mean, JT Walsh, Kurt Russell, obviously. Uh, number two, no light beer. <laughs> oh, guaranteed, man. Lager or bust. Uh, and I will be at a bar, uh, the bar on uh, 34th and Main. Uh, if anyone wants to meet me there for a drink, uh, I'm incredibly lonely. 
Kurt Russell rules. I'll be there talking about Kurt Russell. <laughs> so show up. Sometimes I can't see through the tears. I will be at Manganelli's Italian restaurant this Thursday hosting a trivia night. And that's right. Every category is about Kurt Russell movies and Kurt Russell's personal life, which includes a fictitious category about me and Kurt Russell being best friends. And then on, on Wednesday night, I'll be at the uh, Chinese restaurant on uh, Main Street talking. Uh, well, actually, I'm hosting a trivia night. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell trivia. The first in the city, gang. But don't. But please do not tell Manganelli's about the Chinese restaurant. And please don't tell the Chinese restaurant about Manganelli's. I do not want that mixed up. Because really, if the truth is, I'm just using the same questions for both restaurants. <laughs> and uh, at Muldoon's, I'm uh, doing a uh, ladies' night, and um, it's all Goldie Hawn questions. <laughs> they have the best relationship in Hollywood. It is Hands the down. ideal. It Hands is the down. Hollywood ideal. That they, Their relationship is what I strive for in my personal life. Welcome back to Russell Rules. I am single. Uh, how, today, we'll be talking about Miracle. Dude, nothing I, but miracle. Every Paul, time I like see, a baby. Every time I see Kurt Russell, it's another miracle from heaven. <laughs> Man, that movie makes me fucking cry. Mm-hmm. And it's Kurt Russell that does it. Of course, it. he's great. And no, we're we're having fun, but we love fantastic. Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, it's not fantastic. Though it's fucking Tango and Cash. So he goes back to exactly the apartment Andrew described. He's <laughs> um, complete with Steve's Murphy bed, <laughs> and there's like bills all over or whatever else is going on. And, oh yeah, know, he's a guy who doesn't care for handling dolls. Oh fucking. Is there thing. a sex doll? No, there's oh. not. Of course. Not, and he runs. Kurt a fa- Russell would never need a sex doll. Yeah, that's <laughs> next question. Uh, he ran- hang up on him. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> Number three on the list. Never pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, caller! It sounds like your phone's having a breakdown. <laughs> what, what other movie names can I say to hang up oh, on hey, bozos? Hey, caller! It sounds like your phone's having a Poseidon because you're drowning on the air. <laughs> oh, uh, a caller. Nice. Yeah, I know. So you don't think that's a great Kurt Russell movie? How huh? well you just got yourself a bone tomahawk. Kachunk, Kachunk uh, hung up on. Uh, Tom, there. There's no callers. <laughs> no one listens to this podcast. But why does he have a producer who's talking to him from the engineering? Dude, it's point? all in his head. It's like fucking uh, the I king of comedy. Uh, oh, even better, even better. He's in a gonna basement. Say split. He's playing. He's playing what he would do yes. if he had a. Show. Oh man, that's a fucking great idea for something. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. short story or otherwise. <laughs> The shorter, the better. <laughs> he runs afoul of an Asian assassin. Uh, there oh, is a, sure. Uh, in one of the various cuts of this movie, apparently he sa- he's fighting this guy, and he says, man, I hate you karate guys. And it's like... <laughs> oh, he sure does. What? Also, when he when he gets home, and it's after a long day of policing, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of the score, he has like the light. Like, it sounds like this dude, this friend of ours who scored this movie, who is alive still, <laughs> was, like, ripping off Baby Elephant Walk. <laughs> like, Kurt Russell gets into this disgusting apartment. It's like... Yeah. And Kurt Russell's like, open a beer. Because he's just a fool, isn't he? Isn't he just a jolly fool? He has the jolly fool score, and it's so annoying. Because he's having a good time, man. Just fucking go with it. Just before he gets shot in the chest yeah, twice. dude, he gets blown away by this guy. But he thank did. God he has... Blown away? Isn't that a Kurt Russell movie? No, no. that's Tommy Lee Jones Oh, Jeff Tommy Bridges. Lee Jones yes. and Jeff Bridges, excuse me. He's, he's got a backdraft. Hang up on him. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got... 
<laughs> bazooka boots. Oh yes. my god, he totally yes. does. And he shoots it, at this guy. It's like a little missile. It, it, <laughs> is he fucking Cyrax? <laughs> no, I think he's more Russell. a taxi driver. Oh my god. Oh, like Kurt Russell would have made a great striker. I think striker is mi- modeled oh, off fuck. of Kurt Russell. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be taking calls about uh, how good uh, Kurt Russell would be a striker. <laughs> this is uh, the beginning of the week. We talk about nothing but dark blue. <laughs> oh man, that's a bad movie. All right, what uh, video game movie do you think Kurt Russell uh, could do? Uh, yeah, definitely Solid Snake. We talked about that for three hours last week. We can go back into it. Um, um, press press three uh, if you think Battle to uh, maybe one of the Contras. <laughs> Dude, that's a fucking great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I'm not even... No, wait. <laughs> Here's an idea. Here's an idea, dude. He's both of the Contras, and it's a fucking dual screen like Army Hammer and Social Network. Yes, yeah. dude. You get Kurt Russell in blue pants and Kurt Russell in red pants. <laughs> I get both dub- with, amba- with bandanas. What oh, a double Russell. What I love about this is that I'm not sure if the audience could hear uh, from our high horse is we're talking about what if our show was just only slightly different. <laughs> like, and Wouldn't that be ridiculous? <laughs> no, you know what? No, hang up on the. He, he, he would be awful as Booger Man. Oh, man. Booger. That game sucks. It was awful. But he would the make... 90s were kind of a terrible time for video games. Halfway decent Earthworm Jim. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, are we talking like he's got a bunch of prosthetics on it? This is like dude, voicing no, a CGI. Oh, character. God, not a prosthetic. That's disgusting. No, no, no. Can you no. imagine though? That's what I'm saying. How horrifying is David that? David Cronenberg's Earthworm Jim. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. It's going to be a prosthetic, but uh-huh. it's just going to be like they're going to make his mullet flesh colored. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. it, dude. Oh, it's like it's like really Dennis Hopper and Mario Brothers. Yeah, <laughs> you know how good that movie was. <laughs> <laughs> so he gets it. I mean, like he he uh, takes down this this assassin. He goes, they, they go to a whatever. They go to a, a warehouse. The action isn't great in this movie. I'll be honest with you. No, I mean this is we like he chases after this dude because this dude shoots Kurt Russell out of a window, mm-hmm. yes. and he does have rocket boots, which is so. I didn't even think of, I I knew what I was watching because. We don't get into the James Bond part of this until like an hour and a half in. And yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Where? And I then just, it's, it's like, too late this? for surprise gadgets. I thought he just had a leg gun that he pulled out. No, but apparently you're right. He does have uh, rocket boots or whatever, missile boots, Cyrax boots. Well, so- because apparently the LAPD has this whole branch of like advanced weaponry. <laughs> whatever, man. So they eventually, they, they, he, Kurt Russell pursues this guy in a parking garage. Yes, this is very important. He's This dude's driving it like a... A, a Bronco, I think. Actually. <laughs> it's a white Ford Bronco. He's going a little faster than OJ did. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just an excuse to uh, someone. Oh, wait. What? Oh, there's people neck and back seats all the time. So all the so, time. So this couple has been fucking out of back seat. Just this. fucking in this parking It was 1989, garage. Eric. Where, they, where were they supposed to go? You needed <laughs> the boobies to... in the movies. Yes. yes. Yeah, and, <laughs> and this is your one. This is the one shot. In the whole running time yes. of your boobies in the movies. <laughs> but you know what, though? Welcome if- back to Boobies in the Movies, <laughs> a podcast no one wants to listen to. Actually, unfortunately, a lot of yeah. people. We are on the uh, Mr. Skin Network. <laughs> 
But the thing about it is, like, if this movie hit credits, I wouldn't be like, <clears throat> uh, where was her boobers? <laughs> yes. Because yeah. I'm watching fucking Tango and Cash. Like, exactly. come on. But you got, you got, you got your shot. There it is. But yeah, it's also she like, looks, it's, she looks up at the destruction going on in the parking garage right. and you see them. And, and it's then played for on. a joke. Yes. You know, it's kind of like, you know, it reminds me of the unnecessary nudity in the first Die Hard movie. Mm. When the terrorists, like, break into the office and oh, the couple's, yeah. like, fucking at the Christmas party. Party, and the woman runs out and she's topless for like no reason or demolition man where was oh, the part right. nudity oh, there the phone call oh hi martin oh yeah. my gosh oh, right <laughs> see our episode like three weeks ago when yeah. we talked about demolition this is all just for that to, to, so people rewind the tape enough mm-hmm. and it breaks and yes. they have to buy another, then you well, buy another one i think that's something in stallone's contract is what's that, the like, movie called is it tango and cash oh <laughs> Maybe <laughs> throw me a nip, slide. <laughs> throw me a nip. If just one, that's all I need. If you want to be on Cinemax, you need to. <laughs> you need to have the boobies in the movies. Unsubstantiated uh, claim here, because we don't. We, we never. We've never seen Martin Cinemax. But we know that's a nom de plume, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's Steve Bannon, possibly. Oh, because that, sure. that dude did work in the entertainment industry for quite some time, yes, and that dude true. looks disgusting. Yes. <laughs> also, two things that we know yeah. for a fact. But you know what Bannon's missing, though? What I believe Martin Cinemax would have is a mustache. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. Yes, but his, well, I don't know. I don't know mustache. what he looked like back in the day. That's actually true. Launching yes. the Cinemax, you but know. Devil yeah. takes many forms, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, he does have the bloated, rosy, disgusting, pus spewing, alcoholic face. Yeah, it's like Jabba Do Hut. <laughs> yeah, that Martin Cinemax would have. So if Steve Bannon grew a mustache, bing, bang, boom. Also, you got I yourself think, a fake character. Yeah, Put that think, on Infowars. I'm just saying it's possible. Also, I think his 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 tongue would have to be about uh, just a little thicker mm-hmm. and, by, to get the and bifurcated. How many times? <laughs> Let me, let me get this straight. Chris Cabin, you yeah. you have examined Steve Bannon's tongue. Yes. <laughs> I've felt it. Given it a good good feel. Um uh in this scene, uh so Jeffrey Lewis is Tango's captain. Uh do you know anyone notice who Cash's captain was? Mr. Brown. No no noted criminal, Mr. Blue, Eddie Bunker. Oh, Brown is Tarantino. Oh, friend. Brown is Tarantino. You're right. Ooh. What do you mean noted criminal Eddie Bunker? What's uh, that about? He's a, a Danny Trejo type. He was like, he went to jail. Uh, really? He wrote the wow. book and movie Animal Farm or Animal Fact. Not Animal Farm. Uh, Animal Farm was indeed George Orwell. Yeah. <laughs> Who Animal was also Danny Trejo. Oh, yes. Animal Factory. Okay. Animal Factory. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's Animal Factory. It's a movie uh, where Edward Furlong goes to prison. I think Willem Dafoe oh, yeah. is like his oh, okay. father yeah. figure. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, I mean yeah. like, that's Eddie. I mean, like, that, how many dicks is that? <laughs> I used to like her early stuff, you know, Borderline. Then she got into Future Face. I, I that, you know what? You rewatch that movie. That's a frustrating conversation to fucking listen to. Well, the funny thing it's is, it's almost this- like listening to a podcast. <laughs> Eddie Bunker's R.I.P. By the way, but I yeah, long Bunker day. in the bunker. Yeah, I'd be tuning in. <laughs> When did he die? Uh, like uh, mid two thousand, maybe. Man, there's so many people we got to visit. You, <laughs> you better believe he fucking got Farina. I bet that's that's why oh, we did I the bet. Action Academy Awards. Eddie Bunker would be there. <laughs> yeah, put all those scumbags over on the Spike TV <laughs> Awards show. <laughs> The Sling TV Awards. Dude, oh man, no one would. How much time up. you want? Five hours, <laughs> seven hours. You know what? We, we got nothing to program. We'll give this, it to you. This is Sling TV. This would just turn into them showing the movies and interstitially have a guy going like, "Yeah, and that guy died." Dude, that's <laughs> pretty great, huh? That's, wait, that's a fucking great thing. It's just us. 
doing commentaries over TV broadcasts, and it's like pop-up video, but it's just like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> bloop, bloop. He's dead. <laughs> bloop, bloop. Pop-up action. <laughs> pop-up video. Yeah. I'd tune in to listen to But there's to not enough Eddie Bunker in this movie. He's no. like got glasses and he looks scummy <clears throat> as, as Eddie Bunker did. Well, here's the thing, and this is the mistake I believe they make with uh, Danny Trejo, is uh, less is more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eddie Bunker, which you, I just keep thinking Archie Bunker. Is well, weird, but Eddie Bunker, you know. Uh, <clears throat> noted criminal, apparently. <laughs> not so much noted actor. Uh, kind of... Uh, Don't tell that to the Action Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Eddie, Eddie Bunker himself is look, dead. He walked next to Harvey Keitel in a movie. I in mean, that guy's an action. Slow <laughs> motion. Yes. Yeah. What happens to Mr. Blue? That's it's you don't he you get, don't know. No, he gets uh I think he crashes a car and dies or something. That's Brown. That's that's is Tarantino, that yeah. Oh man, we're mixing our blues and Dude, you, Somebody saw Reservoir Dogs a lot in the nineteen nineties by himself. Oh, <laughs> man. Steve also had a lot of Reservoir Dogs posters at our couple. college yeah, door. Of course, why not? <laughs> Come on. It's college. That's where you put those posters. You get and... that one. You get the John Belushi one. You get a couple of Bob Marley's up. Yeah, and then you you just, you just you're, you're single for a very long time. Very long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hang up on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guaranteed. Uh-huh. Um, so Kurt Russell's trying to get to the bottom of this. So what yeah. he decides to do is interrogate this fella uh-huh. in the bathroom. Here's the thing about this police station bathroom. You ever see a bathroom where there's like a table and chairs set up i thought this was an interrogation room i didn't, I didn't get bathroom i totally thought that the, in there? The, the dude is literally going yeah, to the, the guy bathroom. takes a piss and oh. then there's oh really and oh, there are lockers you know what? this might be a, too. this might be a laundry room no i thought it was like one of those star trek things where two rooms like meld together at once <laughs> yes, how is that is a star, star trek this is, this is star trek yes <laughs> i actually you know i'm glad that you mentioned star trek because if you if picard goes into the holodeck and is holodeck yes. Action movie, please. Tango and Cash happens. Yes. It's yes. Picard in Tango and Cash oh, because man, that's how like generic this is. I would love that. Yes. Look, Shit. it's it's Tango, Cash, and Jay Picard. <laughs> JL Picard. Is that Jack Palance? <laughs> oh, my favorite of all the 20th century well, actors, Mr. Data. Time has not been kind to you, friend. Oh, man. <laughs> you know what was cool? When Jack Palance won that Academy Award for City Slickers and he did one-armed push-ups. Absolutely. That's... That is a lifelong character actor getting his due and making the most of his time. And, with the, and the whole country wept at it. You know, oh, yes. everybody watched, and, and you know, uh, one of the dumbest things you'll hear on a podcast, which I hear a lot, is like, and you got to remember at this point, this is like pre YouTube. Like, if people will talk Do about people like, say that on podcasts? people will say that like what? about a movie in the in the eighties, like yeah, and like if that happened now, people will be like, oh, that's on YouTube, you know, like <laughs> it's like whatever, man. <laughs> Something happened on television, Jeez. people watched it, people reacted. Hang to up it. on them on this <laughs> on this podcast. We only say pre nine eleven. That's actually that's true. the benchmark. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That was also before YouTube. Turns out 9-11 was before that YouTube. That would have been yes. great on YouTube. <laughs> so he interrogates him in a bathroom, I guess, uh, and he goes to a warehouse. And apparently we, we cut to Jack Palance. At yes. yes. And he's your classic. I mean, like, he is the bad guy from McBain. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. From, yeah. from the Simpsons <laughs> McBain. Like, he's got, like, a wall of televisions, obviously. That wall white of televisions God. is he's awesome. He's also doing, like, video chats with people. Which is, <laughs> Skype calls on the TV. It's and it's one of the technology. It's, 
it's do, one of do, do. it's one of the fake movie versions of that though, where it's Jack Palance just jawing at a bunch of tube TVs. There's no camera in sight. <laughs> He's still know yelling at James Hong for most of this movie. It's James Hong and some other guy. Yeah. Is this third guy anybody? No, because no. otherwise he's just rando Italian but guy. This, this has got such a great cast. Mentioning James Hong yes. and also Brian James, Brian. which Brian I, James. who I love, who is bad in this movie, but also I love. Also, <laughs> also dead. Also would be on the Action Academy oh, Award. Is James oh, Hong no, dead? Brian James. I think James Hong's still alive. Oh God, I hope so. I'm going to the Tribune. Yeah, Continue you do that, talking. I'm going to talk. Brian James would be the like the Oscar. Like oh, you get, get a little golden Brian, Brian James. Yes, you're would right. there be a ponytail or would not? There would have to be a ponytail. There has to be a ponytail. That's what differentiates it from the Oscar. That's what I remember about Brian James. Just put a ponytail on Oscar. I got a <laughs> four Brian's last year for uh, <laughs> Expendables three. Uh, no, thank thank God James Hong is still alive at thank the young God. age of eighty seven. And God if you're bless. listening to this for, in the future, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, please don't tweet at us that oh my God he died and you said at one point he was alive because sometimes people are alive and then they oh die. right yeah I heard yeah I heard that a lot of people like to bring up that uh, some people die. This is what's this is what's what's crazy is like you'll see a thing someone talking at us on the internet and they're like you know do, do you guys know it's weird do you feel weird you made that Paul Walker joke and I'm like you know the show's been on the air for seven years <laughs> hang and, up on him yeah you know a lot of people can die in seven years <laughs> oh it's fine thank you for listening though <laughs> also here's a weird thing just looking at the great James Hong's IMDb page in development. Untitled James Hong film. What? Starring James Hong. Oh, shit. Is he directing that film? Dude, apparently it's written and directed by James Hong. Oh, fuck. Uh, fuck. Please, yeah. please it's like make being John, John Malkovich, but it's being James Hong. Oh, I would man. go see that. In Fucking heart. Cartwright. <laughs> Four. He's amazing. Um, I so, love him. So, yeah, Palance, it's about Coke, right? Well, he also, he's like... It's always about it's Coke. Coke money because the gas... But the he's big, talking the gas, about the gas oh, tanker yeah. that Zadar was driving was full of cocaine, and this is—it's a big cocaine and, plot. And they drove the guy who owned it drove right past the crime scene. Yeah, of course he <laughs> oh, did. Oh right! Oh right! We are introduced to to him in the first scene of this movie. The police department is there. This truck Stallone has fired into this truck. Cocaine is falling out of it, and this limousine drive in the middle of the desert. Half, a limousine drives half by. Half of the county sheriffs are there, uh, just hanging out. And you're just I like, think oh, Palace has the window rolled down. <laughs> oh damn it! Oh look at that tango fucking with me again. I hope. Ah, any of these cops don't talk to us. <laughs> it's insane. We have no reason to be in the desert. Uh, a limo in the middle of a desert. Why? Not also, suspicious at that all. was my number one coke. <laughs> if you are hiring Robert Zidar and other guys sure. to drive this coke truck, yeah, take the. What? Don't you trust? Them? What the fuck are you doing? Stay home. Them? Stay at home. You are the crime boss. Well, you stay at the hideout. To I'm be training them. <sighs> Oh, this was their trial run. First day. <laughs> I'm going to shadow you. Make sure that you do your job. The way you are to a Jack Palance is you have to uh, pretend that you have to take a shit. And it's taken so long, you're uh, afraid it might not come out quite so soon. Oh, one false move. <laughs> Set the whole thing ablaze. It's just... Uh, Got a turtle head all day. 
I've uh, been standing outside this uh, Star Wa- Starbucks restroom. Is, is anyone inside there? Do you have a key? Have you checked the handle? I think he might be sleeping in there. I, you look like the manager. Could you? Could you? Uh, could you just, just just get in there, please? Man, to have the look of a Starbucks manager, I don't even know what that means. I think this uh, coffee is working. <laughs> You're gonna wanna get that door open, oh, Susanna. <laughs> I mean, I guess now that we're in full Palance here, I can talk about the fact that this was a massive year for Jack Palance because he played the same character in Batman. <laughs> he yes. did the exact same He is character. just doing the same thing, He's man. more he's grounded in Batman. I'm sorry. His character <laughs> makes more sense. In- he had one director, not 70. <laughs> yes. He, he, he's, he's a mob boss. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. got a yeah. girl. And he's like, hey, sh- what is, that? is that you, Sugar Bumps? Which sugar is my favorite or whatever he says. But like... It's weird, like in this, like he, they're like, oh, we should just shoot Tango and Cash in the head and be done with it. Oh no, the great game begins. Ah." (laughs) It's like, what are you talking about? Tango (laughs) and Cash. He pulls out a mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I don't understand what he's doing. He pulls out two mice, by the way. Two mice. First one, he's like, (laughs) followed with a thing of cream. (laughs) First mice gives up and drowns. Second mice. Well, he struggles so much, he turns that cream into butter. Yeah, <laughs> so, in uh, <laughs> so uh, let me get this straight. You want a bar with a rat maze <laughs> built into it. Yeah. So the first mouse represents cash. Oh, hey, look, it's cash. And then the second mouse represents tango. And right. he puts them both into a maze. And he's like, and that maze is jail. And so... <laughs> And the rats don't move. <laughs> they, <laughs> like they, they don't. Just stay there. Uh, just Good like, job, rat. <laughs> if all goes according to plan, Tango and Cash will stay in that corner. <laughs> well, because well, so what he, stupid. What he says is like, look, um, you know, these guys. Tango's messing up my operations on the west side. Right. Cash is messing up my operations on the east side. I'm losing all this money. And he, he goes through. He's like, I'm losing money on gambling, cocaine, and other enterprises. He does mention guns. He does say guns. He's, and he says, what's the thing he's like, you know, collectively, they've cost me about $400 million. Yeah. At the time being exactly $10 billion. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we're talking 1989 money. But Whew. also, it's amazing because as over the top as this character is, this performance is, I got to tell you, for losing $400 million, this dude's pretty level-headed about it. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, he's got enough money to make mat rat mazes in the middle yeah. of his... Or own a wall of TVs. Well, that's because you can tell that somebody had read the script. And said, <laughs> you can tell somebody had read I had the said, script. I can't. <laughs> in this scene, you have to have something. Think visually, idiot who wrote this. <laughs> and they made a fucking rat maze in his bar. It's just, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It looks like You gotta garbage. make him like a ratman. Like, like yeah. he's just obsessed with rats. Oh. A rat king, if you will. Yeah. Well, he does, like, Call also, he later rat. he starts making out with a mouse a little bit. <laughs> he does. Oh, I, mi- I must have missed that. Yeah, but, that was something. And but then he has <laughs> someone lowered into his anus. <laughs> so, but James <laughs> Hong, James Hong and this other guy represent other uh, mobsters. And he's like, all right. They're like, well, why don't we just kill them? He's like, no, no, no. We'll put them in jail. We'll discredit them. And it's like, oh, okay. Or we could just 
Yeah. If we can get them to where we want to get them, let's shoot them in the head. We, we have yeah. people that will drown them. He's like, oh, that, that would cause a war with the police, which you kind of are at anyway if you're a crime boss. <laughs> yeah, what, are, what are you talking about? Like, none of this makes any sense. No, it doesn't. Also, not. why doesn't James Hong, who's an accomplished criminal himself, with of the course. character anyway. Of course. I don't know about James Hong's personal life. Maybe he's also an accomplished criminal. I don't sure. know. Maybe Eddie Bunker is an accomplished criminal. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's a Danny Trejo, not R.I.P., um, you know, but like, why doesn't James Hong just be like, all right, you know what, Cartwright, this is fucking stupid. I'm going <laughs> to kill him. Yeah, I'm going to take it upon myself because, you know, presumably I also have an army of hitmen. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm going to just do this because you're crazy and giving me this rat demonstration. <laughs> Which does nothing, by the way. It makes no sense. I'm wasting my time on this 1989 video conference wait, call. Wait, 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 wait. You also want carpet in under this? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, the, it's 1989. It's not going to carpet itself. Well, I mean, the client's always right, I wall guess. Wall to wall. <laughs> so, uh, whatever. Uh, they, they set up Tango and Cash. Brian James is... Uh, they, the the, the uh, Asian hitman says, hey, go... There's a deal going on at this location. Some address he gives. Blah, blah, blah. Tango gets there, too. There's a dead informant uh, tied to a chair. It's an undercover FBI agent. That's what we find out, because uh, Papa Arquette shows up. Oh, right. And was that Louis Arquette? Louis Arquette is correct. Yeah. Um, Ding, uh, ding, ding, ding. He arrests them both because they're they're caught. You know, oh, my God, did they kill this guy? And then they're like, there's this perfect tape that they, that the guy was wearing a wire. Right. And like, there's this amazing tape. There's some of them. fat guy in a car who made a tape. <laughs> no, then, the the tape is made by uh, Brian James. No, 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 no. no. Michael uh, Jeter. Michael Jeter. Yeah, is the audio technician who oh, makes yes, the tape. Of course, but it's just it's one of those things where it's like. It's like the edited footage in that episode of The Simpsons with the gummy Venus de Milo. Yes. You know, Mr. Simpson, no! <laughs> like, it's just like, it's supposed to be Tango and Cash talking about, like, they're threatening this man and then they murder him. Yeah. I'm going to shoot, shoot, shoot you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's kind of clear that that's what's going on, but like, so they're framed, whatever, they're on trial, and so they have audiophile oh, just, expert Michael Jeter. But by the way, speaking of uh, Cartwright, Oh yeah, the lawyer for them is Mr. Lipton, Lipman, Lipman. Yeah, from Pendant Publishing and Top of the Muffin to you. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have this trial. It's kind of a Mickey Mouse thing. They're getting really sent up the river here. But yeah, so Michael Jeter's this audio expert, and he's like, "Yeah, that that tape's legit." <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's it. And I'm like, did you listen to that? T- t- hey, hey, judge, did you listen to that poorly made tape? No, no, he said it was good. It's good. So the evidence <laughs> looks bad, and they take a deal, right? And yes. they're, they're cops, and they kill somebody. So the deal is they get to get off. I mean, the fact that they're on trial at all was is quite amazing. Pretty something. Well, yeah, it was 1989, man. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a different time. Um, oh, right, yeah. They should have just. I don't know why they press charges. They should have been able to walk away laughing. Yeah, Yeah, uh, but so they go, they go, they 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 take a deal for eighteen months for voluntary manslaughter. And this tape, if if you if you believe what this tape is saying, is they killed this guy in cold blood (laughs) for drug money, (laughs) and the deal is eighteen months. Shit, man, I'm going to start killing people. (laughs) Yeah, for drug money. And the the whole thing too is they they specify they're like, all right, man, like we'll do this, we'll do the time. Mm In a minimum security, yes. you know, they make the joke like you club fed whatever yeah. kind of thing, um, and they're not too upset about it either. Like, nah. oh, can we get this over with, please? Yeah, it's a real like this could be worse situation. Mm. 
You know uh, why uh, I, I was thinking I was going to start trying to go through this uh, the Stephen King's novels. <laughs> um, and the library here is stacked. So I get a lot of reading done in jail. You do get some g- prime Kurt Russell cursing in this scene. Yes. Where he calls it like, fucking bullshit. Like, the way he does it. Oh, oh man. You can't even touch it. I, this, you hear this, it's like your dad's yelling at you. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. Like I, we curse. I put the remote down on this show. The, I can't. I can't curse like Kurt Russell. Man. I put the remote control down on like just instinctively. Oh, I'm in trouble. Like, yeah, totally. like, oh no. Yeah, no. It's it's great. Okay, yeah, because the whole thing is like st- the joke again. Because we're uh, just so attempting comedy in this movie is like Stallone gets up. He gives this like very eloquent. You know, I believe in the police department. Yeah. There's a, I'm the very best. Yeah, you know, every, uh, everyone here is a hero, kind of a thing. And then they're like, you know, oh hey Cash, do you have anything to say? And he's like, yeah, I do. And they're like, no, hey, sit down. <laughs> like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> and it just starts he starts Co- railing calm into down, it. calm down cash but then what's hilarious is like all the cops that are like in the audience of the quarter like you know, cheering it. like it's uh you but know, again they're, they're being a, a it's game not even, show but it, their their thing isn't even like oh we did this guy was fleeing like they they supposedly killed this guy in they, cold yeah, blood they tied for drug up, money they, they tied up and executed this <laughs> yeah, guy and you'll never be cops again Yes, no, no exactly. Yeah. Like that, that, that's a, that's yeah. on the table. But that's a thing that's never discussed, though. No. It's like eighteen months. Like then we'll just get back on the job. It's like no, 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 no. no you're gonna work at a mall, <laughs> in security at the mall until it shuts down. <laughs> yeah, until that mall inevitably goes out of business when they invent something called Amazon. Oh well, the one stupid thing is. Uh, oh, uh, the one stupid thing with Tango and Cash. Tango you, you is found it. Is rich and he only does policing for the juice of it. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a weird detail, he's right? Like, oh, I'm really into the stock market. I made billions uh-huh. of dollars. Wow. It's, it's a real Max Power. You want to talk about the Simpsons? It's, it's like it's Max Power. Like he's rich and he's a cop. Oh, you know for what? Some he's reason a, he's a Mary Sue. He's a bit. He's a very much of a Mary Sue. He's Marty Sue. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> hey, but I, I mean, Mary nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, though, just call me <laughs> Mary. It's ironic that he is the max power because it's only with cash yes. that you strap yourself in and feel the G's. <laughs> yeah, yes. exactly. I think that's the thing. He's but clearly the G giver. I will say that most of this movie, when you watch it, 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 it's Stallone's fingerprints are all over it because Tango is like kind of the or Cash is kind of the comic relief to Tango's awesome cool guy. But yeah. Tango is making jokes. He is, but they suck. Like, <laughs> but Cash kind of winds up in humorous situations. I Cash well, is also a better co- comedic. Cash actor. is the one that is in drag later and in the that's film. The th- Precisely. He, here's the main thing: is Cash clearly fucks. Yeah, he fucks day and night, Tango, sucking and fucking until the dude, sun Tango comes does up. It Tango all. might fuck, but it's really scary. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's really. Scary. Oh, it's like Fifty Shades of Tango. Is that what we're talking <laughs> about? Much worse. Yes, it's, Much worse. It's American Psycho, I think. Oh my God! Yeah, it, it's, it's Stallone, like in, in a shower. Like I use milk bath for my face. <laughs> I think he might. I, I, he might have a B movie thing where he. Oh yeah! Oh my God! You're. Is that? You're seven feet tall. <laughs> well, that's uh, Brigitte Nielsen, man. Look out. <laughs> There. Bench press me. <laughs> and, uh, Bench press me. Then I'm gonna work you over with uh, some of these uh, coat hangers because I'm also an American psycho. <laughs> I'm gonna chase you down the hall with a chainsaw and drop it on yeah. your stupid yeah. head. I might kill a dog in an alley. 
Or, or did I not? I mean, you tell me you watch the movie, let me know, or read the book. Take my not business done. card. It could just be a fever dream. <laughs> it's me and Justin Thoreau just drinking <laughs> and eating small food. You'll get hungry watching that Oh, movie, of course. Though. It's great. You want to uh, be at all those fake restaurants. Actually, a couple of them are real. They go to jail. Uh, to oh, hang- right. Yes. Which, I mean, like the, mo- the movie, actually, the movie... It takes them way longer to get to jail. Like if, if the movie's about them being set up, let's get to that immediately. Well, no. exactly. because they get sent to... Ma- they get, like... There's a mix-up. They the, go to general population. I don't know who... Oh, here's the prison thing. Prison planet. I don't believe Jack Palance <laughs> has the, the ability same. to orchestrate all this fucking yeah, nonsense. Yeah, he's got, like, the prison system in his pocket. Because, again, like we said, the whole thing is they make the deal 18 months in a minimum security prison. But all of a sudden, they're transferred. They switch buses. They're in a maximum security jail. It looks like garbage. insane because they're being... Now they're being walked down into this jail, and this sequence portions, is insane. There's like riots going on. The, but the p- portion of the prison is on fire. <laughs> yes, that's, yes, yes. That the building no is on sense. fire. That the makes building, no sense. The, the building, building is currently is on, fire. on fire. There are care. people, security guards, walking around like it's not but a big that's deal. The best but that part thing of it. is the cherry on the whole fucking thing is that he's. It's fucking Cash's best friend who's the warden of yes. this place. The prison guards aren't crooked. They but, come in and save him at one point. Yeah, it I makes don't know. fucking no sense but whatsoever. Because it's just point, a bunch of paperwork flubbing. But there's fire happening, right? Like the the, yes, the, the yes. jail has to be like, oh, no one can go in the jail right now because everybody's on fire. But yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, like oh, on oh, Oz, man, the six seasons of Oz. If someone farted, they're shutting the Emerald <laughs> City the fuck down. Did dude. anybody catch the guy who said he wanted to stuff? Brown sugar yes. into somebody's yeah, there's, ass. Yeah, there's there's all sorts. There's all sorts of asshole. It's it's a slew of hilarious rape jokes. Oh, mm-hmm. they they take a shower later together. And oh, they, we get some ass. We get. But ass they're also to ass, talking the about each other's dicks. They like are. there's like a like five pee, minute sequence. Uh, of, I think he refers to it as a pee wee. Yeah, Kurt Russell calls Sylvester Stallone pee wee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, Kurt, that was a hilarious improv. <laughs> Kurt, not on set, man. Takes one to no one. <laughs> yeah, I know you are, but what am I? Hey, Jambi, nice dick. <laughs> my Johnson is glue. Whatever. Wait, no, it's rubber, and your Johnson's glue. So I you wait, got, you shut up, hang dick. on. Wait, is it, yeah, hang up on that guy. If he's, is he disparaging Kurt Russell's dick? You hang, know what? Up hang, on, hang up on him. Hang up on Get him. Get rid of him. Dude, that dick's got to be great. Banish <laughs> him. But listen, both of those penises in 1989 oh, are fucking fantastic. Yes. I feel Don't like I'm worried because of that John Rambo movie where he was definitely fucking juice Stallone. Oh, I feel like that, that it, wiener in those... You think he didn't do steroids in the 80s, Andrew? Have you seen a Rocky movie? Like, look, Dude, look at him. Well, that's HGH. That is like that's monkey blood in so, your eyeballs so, or whatever else but, happened. I mean, his tra- his trouser snake is definitely like crippled and nasty. Crippled. Well, yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm sorry. The it entire like- filming of this movie, his balls ached. Yeah. <laughs> Every moment of it all, it's like, I imagine it's like his they got ached. really tight. Yeah, like it, there the, was just the, a problem. The sack of the balls is oh like tight because of all the 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 steroids. His testicles look like one of the failed. Uh, Judge Dredd clones <laughs> at the end of Judge Dredd. Where's Armand Asante in this film? Like, you know what? He's question. he's somebody that could have shown up. Mm-hmm. He could have so been in this. Instead, we get Zadar. He's in the prison. Of course, oh, he is. right. Yeah. Because yeah, so he, they, they yeah. do the thing where it's like, oh man, it's all the guys we sent away over the years, and I'm like.
like, is this the third movie? Is this the Batman movie? Oh yeah, my god, it's Arkham. Yeah. No, it totally. I mean, Steve's right though, because it's like, oh yeah, th- remember that crazy adventure <laughs> I had with that criminal? Now he's here. It's yeah. like, what? What is the previous history with these guys? I feel like there's movies that here, man. That guy who said he was going to wear Tango like a shirt. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was probably the villain of the first and one. And you know what, Chris Cabin? That is an appropriate prison intimidation. I'm going to wear you like a shirt. Because that's like, whatever, man. Like, You're going to get butt-fucked. Great, thanks. Thank, the, 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 the thank g- you. The dumb gay panic rape joke. Like, yeah. congratulations. Oh, it's all over this movie. It's, it's just, I mean, really it's just, we're looking at butts. We're looking at it. We're talking about it. There's like... Well, I don't mind looking at butts. I, I was actually kind of surprised. I don't like threatening butts. That's I, the I, I agree. I, I agree. I could take a nice little look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm not going to start threatening that butt. What is, what's threatening about the butt cheeks in this movie? There's, there's well, a we're talking about four butt butts. sugar in there and whatever else. Yeah. Yeah, if yeah, I'm talking like, about shoving my brown sugar in there. No, I'm talking about the shot when they're walking into the shower, and it's we're talking legit four butt cheeks from two action stars. Dude, man, yes. those are some those are great fannies, man. Capital <laughs> fannies, man. Capital <laughs> F fanny. And there's, it. I mean, there's a lot to compare and contrast there. Oh, there like, is. I'm sure because <laughs> Russell's more of a surfer ass. <laughs> And then, uh, what does that mean? There's so, a tan line, yeah, a little tan line, <laughs> not as toned because Stallone's working out, every, he's running everything. Cute little dimples, sure. maybe, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. I gotta get that Blu ray double check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they do make some reference to like, uh, like, uh, 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 Kurt Russell says something like, Well, we're gonna be doing a lot of hard time in here, you can get to work out every day, or you know, something like that. Because you yeah. got, I mean, it's a Sylvester Stallone movie. You got to make a reference to muscles. Yeah, sure. Sometime, so even though Kurt Russell's fucking cut as shit, like, yeah. what are you even talking about? Stallone's uh, uh, cellmate is the aforementioned Clint Howard. Oh, oh right. God. Yeah, he straightens Clint Howard out pretty fast. And I'm actually not slinky. even sure if we talk. Well, I say uh, I always call him the aforementioned Clint Howard because I'm always talking about him. <laughs> so if I mention Clint Howard, it's like, oh, yeah, I must at have been said. Like, yeah, the good thing about this movie is it's got like so many people in it, so many familiar faces. Mm-hmm. You know, what's a great Clint Howard thing that I rewatched recently. Uh, that episode of Seinfeld when they go to L.A. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And Clint Howard's the dude who's getting arrested. He's in the back seat with them, and he's got the great tete a tete where they're talking about what you, what you tip room service <laughs> yeah fucking great clint howard good comedic timing absolutely he's great not a lot to do in this movie though no, no. he's like playing a crazy guy with the slinky i think they even he might be even credited as slinky in this film yeah and then he becomes stallone's sub <laughs> <laughs> he does it's really really weird you know what's he a, like ties <laughs> him up with slinkies it's yeah. really weird you know it's a stupid gag in this movie too is like uh kurt russell's like cellmate is a is a big fat guy yeah and they do the gag of like the fat guys on the top bunk and the mattress is slinking down on the kurt russell he can't even move over <laughs> and he's like punching him uh, so, so dumb uh first night in wouldn't you know it i mean and, like here's the thing jack palance this is the most impossible part of this movie. They they pull them both out of their cells, and it's like, here's the time when they get killed. And, like, Jack Palance is there with Brian James, and he reveals himself sort of. <sighs> it's so dumb. Got into the damn... They get thrown down laundry chutes. And, I mean, every single prisoner is there. Making a whole lot of ruckus. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of grab-ass going on. And How are these guards not hearing it? Yeah, the guards are... Are, are to come but like <laughs> as far as we know like the prison geography like we're still in jail and yeah. then like 
out of the steamy shadows comes Jack Palance and Brian James. And Killer it's like, Croc and what? Harlequin. <laughs> it's like, you just walked into this jail? What are you talking about? And I, then, like, they all come out of the shadows. It's like, it's just like well, Ninja Turtles. Like, 25 guys here. It's got to be like the warden or guards are, like, in on this yes, drug business. Yeah, I'm sure no they're funneling sense. drugs into the prison. But too. the movie has to tell you that, though. You know, maybe there was a lot cut out. Maybe there was a <laughs> lot that wasn't in the script. I mean, this. Movie. What with the four directors and five editors? And so, $20 million over budget. And what a disaster. And instead, of him, that out. instead of Palance being like, all right. There's a hundred guys down here and two guys we need to kill. How about everybody holds them and I cut their fucking heads off? <laughs> like, that's easy to do. Sure. Yeah. No, no, no. But first, Cash has to make a, a, a an immigrant joke. Oh, right. There has to be that real quick. And then, then they can get almost killed. They get beat up a bunch and then they're they're like... Because this movie loves Lethal Weapon, by the way, we're we're tying, we're tying them up, and then they're getting dipped into water, and Robert Zadar is electrocuting them, but just a little bit, just enough. Just just I'm pretty sure you just get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm almost positive on this. In fact, yeah, yeah I don't know what that's if about. you if if your entire foot. Is in water. If your yeah. entire foot <laughs> is in water, you might be a redneck. <laughs> you just might be electrocuted. If Robert Zadar <laughs> is holding a live wire to a pool, you might just die on impact. Uh, uh, <laughs> and shit yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where is the self defecation? Yeah, That's like a that. thing. I, I, I need turds falling and, in this water. And, and it's not just like a quick shock. It's for like a solid 10 seconds. Mm. And they're doing the stupid thing where it's like they do it until they pass, quote unquote, pass out. And everybody's just hooting and hollering. It's like, no, that dude's dead. Yeah, the also heart just, has been roasted. Put that live wire against his chest and let's call it a day. Yeah, go home. Mm. Go home. But that's nothing that you can laugh over. Sure. Which is the thing. So instead we have this for fucking like five full minutes. And then uh, the warden... Uh, Cash's fat friend. Um, <laughs> I forget the guy's name. Oh, who knows? Mac. Uh, Let's and call all, him Mac. And all the not bribed guards <laughs> they know, like, in the prison like, oh, come the to whole, save them. They, they, somebody went around, did roll call, and literally no one was there except Clint Howard. <laughs> that jail is cleaned out. And the only reason Clint Howard wasn't there was he was tied to the bedpost with a slinky. Well, because he was his sub, as, we, as we've imagined. <laughs> and Ray Fiennes and Kiefer Sutherland are, not Kiefer Sutherland, Harvey Keitel are burrowing in the bed. <laughs> um so uh basically the warden is like yeah the fix is in they're gonna kill you uh the way to escape the only way out is to escape here's a map they do right well, i mean they, like, they try to and then they, they they come across like there's like there's obstacle courses My yes God. It, 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 they have to get to the big nose Dude, and find the flag it's an episode <laughs> of nickelodeon's guts <laughs> And then eventually they're outside this prison and there's like electrical transmitters because like we haven't had enough electricity death yet. I think the prison is located right next to like the town's power station. Well, even Stallone is like commenting on the script. He's like, man, I'm tired of electricity. Like, yeah, I know. I'm and fucking then, tired of this movie and we're halfway through. Can we get some fire? All of a sudden flames come out of nowhere. <laughs> well, Zadar comes out of nowhere and like they start okay. fighting. Who And he eventually gets pushed into one of these transmitters. And oh, he gets, gets fried. Yeah. It's a yeah. Crispy Crisp. barbecue. <laughs> oh, yes. wow. Yes. Pretty good. I, Pretty good. I, I will say 
one of the reasons I don't like this movie is the gore. There's no gore. There's no, no like no, action nothing. movie death gore. Yeah. He should be a charred, big faced skeleton. There needs to be like more blood. There's <laughs> yes, no he should have exploded. Because I as I recall, if we're talking nudity, we're saying the word f word all yeah, over this the place. Is, I was going to say does explode later, which is nice. That's not. Yeah, that is true. But this is an R-rated movie, man. Let's get some squibs going. Zadar's head has to pop right off. Yes, exactly. Like a little big chinned firecracker, the, or just put in that Death Star footage and it just you know what I mean. Like <laughs> same diff. What is this, an episode of Muppet Babies? <laughs> yeah, it's got to get, like, hardcore filthy, not yeah. just, like, throwing it around here Hardcore and there. filthy. I like think that a, was a movie that Robert Zadar started. A lot actually. of heavy motherfuckers everywhere. <laughs> so, I mean, they, 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 there's, like, there's a zip line course to get off this island yeah, well, or whatever. you got to zip down from the course. aggro crag. Yeah. And now they're like, oh, the movie's about us clearing our name, I guess. Which Na- this Now movie, and we're an hour we're, in. And we're, we're the movie's yeah, about I was going to say, this movie's name. an hour and 43 minutes. So what they have left is the runtime of an episode of The X-Files to fucking finish this movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it's just getting started. It is. Uh, and like even this is when Terry Hatcher becomes a character because she's in the, like one of the first scenes and you don't know what uh who she is. Such alone. a stupid setup. And she's though. at like a nightclub is she like well, she's, she's going like to go on a dance tour. I've That's never heard she, of this thing. In the beginning of it she's telling her brother Sly that that is independently wealthy. Yes, he's an independently wealthy cop. But yes, you don't point. know that they're brother and sister. You just assume that they're, that they're in a relationship yes. because they don't make mention of being brother and sister. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go on this dance tour. And he's like, I don't know about that. The <laughs> grossest thing. The, she's, she's like, yeah, I'm going to go. Yeah. He's gross. <laughs> and she's like, because you don't know what their relationship is like. And in, in any context, it's gross. She's like, don't worry. I'll be a good girl. That's really and gross. then he goes like. Yeah, well, I don't know. Are you gonna be a good girl? <laughs> are you? Are you gonna be a good girl? But that's Terry, a, tell me. It's not disgusting at the beginning of the movie when the scene is happening. It's because, disgusting enough, but yes, no, because you just assume it's like, all right, like he's that's got some parlance. trust issues, and sure. it's like you're gonna cheat on me, blah blah blah. It gets disgusting when you find out in the scene we're pretty much at now. That they're indeed brother and sister because Kurt Russell shows up at her house and he's like, God, my back hurts. <laughs> well, no, he shows up at her club. Oh, oh, right. oh I forgot about the dancing. The famous in, Tango and Cash dancing. The dark, the dark, one of the darkest, well, I have to say one of the darkest time, because like, we're actually currently in the darkest time, is the late 1980s. Yes, yes. big, it, big, big trouble. Sue Studio is king. You know what I mean? <laughs> Electric drums everywhere. Oh, yeah, man. Turn up the Yazoo. Let's <laughs> exactly. do it, man. I'm into it. Don't go. They're, they're in the late 80s, like, go-go club, I guess. Because it's not a strip club. She's not shown to be stripping. No, it's dance. It's like a dance club. Yeah. Which, and, but, like, I hear dance club. It's like, you know, there's more than one person well, dancing. Well, like, you don't get naked in flash dance, do you? No. No, so. no, you're just, like, sweaty dancing. So this is just sweaty dancing. Oh, I see. It's a sweaty dance mm-hmm. club. Mm-hmm. I'll, just get, I'll get naked in flash dance. Yeah, there, well, there you go. I mean, Man, you just, you drop that bucket of water on yourself at the end. <laughs> 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 yep, and that sound definitely happens. Oh yeah, that sound happens a lot. <laughs> She's dancing, and she does have her own electric drum solo, which is ridiculous. And she's, so she's not good at it either. No, it's, nope. it's completely out of tune. It's also hilarious though because she's like, uh, like Kurt Russell's getting into it with the bartender about something, yeah. and she's like, Jimmy, Jimmy. 
the drumsticks. And I was like, drumsticks? And the bartender's like, oh, sorry, lady. And like passes these drumsticks up to her. Cut to, there's just this electric drum set out of nowhere. Why not put them with the drum set? Yeah, why does the bartender have to have them? It's very very poor planning. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so th- this number happens. It's a f- it's a full number, man. This whole song is they, going. They paid for all of it, and man. Then, and then it's the late eighties <laughs> because you know what's funny is tough guys dressing up like ladies. That's actually. Dun, dun, dun. I just realized that this is another blink and you miss it bit of unnecessary nudity because Kurt Russell follows her into the the ladies' dressing room and there's just like this topless woman that walks by really quickly. Yeah, you're earning that Martin Cinemax R. That's number two. For you, <laughs> Mr. Cinemax. Oh, very good. Uh, I will uh, think I might have Donald make you the ambassador to Hollywood. Oh, you're, you're <laughs> Wasn't there some weird fu- com- No, he was going to be like the ambassador to the arts. Ambassador or of the arts, yeah. yeah. Some fucking thing. And like, um, but we're gonna we're gonna dissolve the NEA. Yeah. So that. never never mind. It's just gonna be you know what every piece of art that's made in this country has to first uh, be approved by the ambassador of the arts, which Stallone turned down. So who knows? It could be Martin Cinemax himself. No, oh. I think it's a Jeff Dunham situation. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, does this... Uh, oh, oh, okay, Barry Jenkins, you want to make your uh, second feature film? That's fantastic. Uh, or your third feature film, rather. That's fantastic. Uh, are there any racist puppets in this movie? <laughs> what? Oh, what's that, Barry Jenkins? You won't have any racist puppets in your next movie? If you're a pain- is just a bunch of colory swirls. You're not getting the grand. My jalapeno puppet says no. Jalapeno puppet. Oh. Does Jeff Dunham's jalapeno puppet have a huge mustache and a sombrero? It does. On? No, that that's exactly what it oh, is. Oh wait, I thought that's you were making it up. No, 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 that's, no that's, this is Oh, he's got a jalapeno puppet. It's, and it's a Mexican character. He's yeah. the Worst does comedian it open of all up time. and have a smiley cheese stick inside no, of it? No, he's, he's the worst comedian. With that news, with that news that I've just received. <laughs> that news that's been in his act for years. I just knew about Ahmed the dead terrorist, and then there's like some crotchety old Jewish puppet. Yeah, yeah. Wait, there's a Mexican puppet that's yeah. a shape like a pepper? Yeah, with a sombrero on it. He's the worst comedian of all time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that'd be great as like a listicle, but it's just like the worst comedians of all time, and you click it and it's just Jeff Dunham. <laughs> 22 <laughs> pictures of Jeff <laughs> Dunham. And then Rob Schneider. <laughs> if your act consists of a couple of different kinds of racial stereotypes in puppet form, you might be the worst comedian of all time. Oh my I, God. Now, listeners at home, I'm now showing Andrew a picture see. of this. I oh my seen. God. What the fuck? This? I think he might have retired that or is about to bring it out of retirement. Oh, he's oh. bringing it back. Oh, is there going to be a special show? He's going to do it live. It's, it's Jeff Dunham Host, live at the wall. The way, live at the wall. You yes. took the words right out of my mouth. Jose Jalapeno. Goodbye to oh. Jose. He's the worst comedian A benefit of show oh, for man. Jeff Dunham. And, this, and we've been making fun shit. of Gallagher for two years. Look at this shit-eating grin on him in this photo. Oh. Yeah, he's the worst. That's <laughs> awful. Mm-hmm. That's awful. That's worse than Tango and Cash. You know what? Hang up on him. Yeah. <laughs> hang up on Hang up on that racist puppet. So they, uh, uh, that's yeah, awful. So Kurt Russell dresses up like a lady because the cops are circling oh, around. Oh, they're swarming they, the they place. That one cop asks if you could have a three way with Kurt Russell and Terry Hatcher, which, by the way, I would do, but <laughs> <laughs> he 
you think, I you mean, thinks it's two there. ladies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I mean, also, we don't know if he thinks it's two ladies. We just know he wants that three-way, which is, yeah. yeah. It's well, amazing because the start of this is like Terry Hatcher's like, I know how to get out of here. Her solution, the first part of the solution, before Kurt Russell comes out in drag, She's dressed up like the murderer from Nightmare Beach. <laughs> she, is. she is. She walks out like a leather motorcycle <laughs> jumper and the helmet's on. I was like, what? This movie's taking a turn for the better. Uh, and then this movie uh, preemptively rips off the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie because we get a, a D-bomb, uh, which is a, a lesbian slur about somebody being on a motorcycle, oh, which right. happens in both this movie when when Terry Hatch is on a motorcycle and in the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie when she gets on a motorcycle. Is I guess Paul Rubin saying that in that movie? Who's who's making that call? It's just some guy who's... Is it Jeff Dunham? It's some guy who steals, <laughs> whose motorcycle she steals. So it's basically any time a woman gets on a motorcycle before 1998, that yeah. makes you a lesbian and it makes me allowed to say the D-bomb. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Hey, sure, man. Kurt Russell, uh, you think he watched uh, Some Like It Hot before this scene was Yeah, filmed? I'm sure he did. I'm sure he's a, he's a fan of old Hollywood. I'm sure he's got a great movie collection. <laughs> I, that's a great movie. It's, 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 I love it's, that movie. It's, it's a great movie. <clears throat> Uh, then he goes to so they go to the house there's a massage scene here apparently his back hurts and like Stallone comes in and again you think that she's his girlfriend so yeah and it looks like she's fucking him they, there's this but thing this, where it's he's like so is it, stupid it's, though. it's really fucking because she's like getting like she's making sex noises and she's giving him a massage which doesn't and make she's sense. saying right. like sex things well because so, it, oh, like, supposedly yeah, yeah supposedly like, though Kurt Russell has a slip disc so she's like oh like sli- it's sliding back in but is it in is it in yeah yeah. Why would yet? Yeah, why would she be aroused by, by slip discs? Because she's not just saying that. She's like, "Oh, it's yeah. it," and you're like, "What? What, what are we doing?" And still, like, "What? What? I hope Jeffrey Lewis re- breaks up this sexy scenario." <laughs> Which he does. He certainly does. He bursts in on and this he's whole like, thing. And he gives them this weird oh timeline. He's like, you've got 24 hours to clear your names. Goodbye, movie. Bye. Well, that's, <laughs> that is the word. There's, there are a series of horrible jokes throughout this thing. <laughs> and the worst of them all is Stallone barreling out of the screen door uh, with what's his name? Jeffrey Lewis. Jeffrey Lewis on the other side. Gets on the floor. Stallone gets up. What does he say? Do you screen all your guests like this? Oh, oh wow, that I stinks. wanted to fire to my house. We could we could <laughs> fill two hours with these these, these stinkers. There's really, so many bad so jokes. Many. There's nothing but it's yeah. all puns yeah. and like off the cuff repartees. Like but no, I, I like, want to be killed by an American jerk off. I remember that. Yeah, one. Uh, that's happening. Later. I don't want to. I don't want an immigrant jerk so, off to kill me. To that's what move they, things along. They, this, this is around when they get that they they check in with. Like like Kurt Russell's Q. It's the dude who owns the hotel in. Uh, he freezes to death in Scrooge. Yes, he's also itchy from Dick Tracy, I believe. Oh, is he? It's he's. Um, what's the Patrick Swayze movie we did? Next of Kin. Yes, yes. I believe he's. Yes. He, he runs the flop house in yes. Next of Kin. Yes, he's that a good little right. character actor. You see him pop up. Yeah. Uh, yeah oh, so Michael he, Pollard. Yes. Yes. Okay. There we go. Thank yeah, you. Michael J. Pollard, and he is like. He's the Q of the LAPD. Yeah. And he builds a supercar, and it's like this super van <laughs> that you'd imagine, like, 
McGruff the crime dog. Or Mr. T should be driving. (laughs) Or Bill Murray and Harold Ramis are going across the line. It's the Inspector Gadget car that turns into a van. (laughs) Or it's going to put the LAPD out of business because it's such a super, like maybe it's automated by itself. It's driven by a robot. I don't know, whatever it is. (laughs) Out of business, by the way. It's not like they bought it from the army like they do now. It's just that they fucking built it in-house. It's amazing, but like he's also got like so. What's weird about this movie is they're wanted criminals who have broken out of jail. There's way too much walking around the streets, yep. mm-hmm. including when Kurt Russell literally walks into this like police owned and operated tech division, and he's just like, "What's going on, Michael J. Pollard?" The dumbest gag here is he's like, "Here's a here's a home security thing I'm working on for the elderly," and it's like a clearly fake dog. And a thing pops out of its mouth, and then it explodes. Uh, It's so stupid. This movie couldn't be a clean 90 minutes. No, not at all. No, 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 no. And neither can this episode. (laughs) So they... they, Hang up on that guy. They already got... They already went to the sound lab, and they got the proof that the tape that they were convicted on was doctored. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Now you've cleared your name. Exactly. Yes, you don't over. have to go and indiscriminately kill everyone in the mafia. Because <laughs> well, it's even when, when Stallone goes to um, Papa Larroquette's house. Papa Arquette. Or Arquette, excuse me. <laughs> Not John Larroquette's dad. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that dude was long in the ground by the time <laughs> this movie was made. Maybe. I don't know. Literally. But, yeah, so Papa Arquette's house. And he's so he's like the crooked FBI guy and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, listen, I'll roll. The guy like rolls over instantly. And he's like, no, fuck it. Like, I'll, I'll say whatever you want. It's fine. We'll cut a deal. That's it. that right there. The movie's over with. Yeah. Like, here's this guy who brought them in. Who's going to like sing. It's over with. It's, but- it's all over with. And Stallone is like. No, I prefer to do things my way, which is illegal revenge. <laughs> Doesn't he? Is he the one who gets car bombed? Yes, that oh man, that dude gets lit up. I will say, speaking of Arquette, and this episode is coming out after the Academy Awards. We're taping it before the Academy Awards. Alexis Arquette is totally getting fucking Dennis Farina. You that's, think so? That's she's going to get Farina. That's my guess. That's mm, my guess. Okay, we'll see. Well, you you that's know you fun. know the answer, actually, audience. I don't. <laughs> Because I'm in the past. I'm still with Robert. I think Robert Vaughn. You might be fucking farinaed by the time you say this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, dude. Do not worry about Steven Sater. Oh, no. We'd get totally farinaed at the podcast awards, mainly because who's attending? <laughs> Hang up on that guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, the last act is, yes, they get this supercar. They do harass Brian James a bit, who's doing an Awful accent in this movie. Awful. I thought he was Australian. In the I did star. too. Yeah. And then it turns out he's Irish or Cockney. English. I thought it was Cockney. I mean, who could tell? I looked it up. He claimed to be doing a Cockney accent. Oof. <laughs> and, yeah. And th- this was not, na- not known known for his voice work, no. uh, Brian James. And well, the whole Stallone yeah. was sold on it. Yeah. Stallone was like, this was a small like villain role, and then he heard that. Terrible accent. It was like, baby, I gotta have more dad. And then, and like, Stallone I'm triple doubting on it, man. He supposedly rewrote the script and gave him more love. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Bad decisions got the best of you. But okay, now you get to watch him blow up. And well, there's this thing where, yeah, they have like, <laughs> uh, they cool. put a grenade in his mouth and like they're trying to get information out of him. And like, 
Kurt Russell's like, you fell for the worst trick in the book, man. Bad cop, insane cop. And I'm like throwing up in my own house. <laughs> I threw up on my it was like It was like a fun enough scene if this movie was more, I don't know, contained or I don't know. It just... It so had many, any so focus many whatsoever? Se- exactly. If it had one director? <laughs> yes. It feels so You know, let's so start with one director. Ah, oh. so they, they 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 and this is when we finally see, I guess, Jack Palance. Not only <laughs> when he, did he make a, a rat maze, Chris, he made a maze. I made a dookie, finally, <laughs> a dune buggy maze outside of his compound. Wait, it's, it's wait, a, wait, wait. It's wait, a level wait. from Mario Kart. <laughs> it is. It's it's the Wario level from Mario yeah, Kart sixty four. Totally right. And there's Do like you constru- want a rainbow road coming out of here. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't want any rainbows here. Get Unless on. they uh, lead to Asgard. <laughs> Get Wario on the line. <laughs> Man, you know what? It's a shame that Jack Palance has been dead for years because could yeah. you imagine him in a Thor movie? Dude, why not? Just do it. Tarkin him. Oh shit! <laughs> hey, they let they let the gates out. <laughs> yeah, and all can... the they shut down the reactor of the Hollywood Cemetery. <laughs> they let the gates out, <laughs> so anyone could be in anything now. <laughs> that's a good point. Wow, that's that's a cool idea for a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it's it's like it, there's dirt everywhere, and it's like it's as if Jack Palance, or maybe he does because he's got his he's very very hip to stuff. He's like. They're going to steal a supercar and try and infiltrate my facility. What are the odds that he was able to predict they stole a car that was also kind of a big dune buggy? Ah, if I, if I could just get in that bathroom. It's, 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 I, I, I've, I've been jiggling the handle, but no one... I've been knocking very loudly, but no one's saying anything. Wait a minute. Is your name Jimmy? I think they're calling you Macchiato. Better step out of line. Yeah, I've... Already shit my pants, but <laughs> I'm ready for uh, round two. <laughs> Clean up duty. I uh, shit my pants at a, a Chipotle because I <laughs> threw out my receipt and I didn't know what the code was. Also because I uh, ate a Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the dumbest thing? Because just go up and be like, hey man, what's the bathroom code? And guaranteed 1,000 out of 1,000 Chipotle employees will I'll tell you the you. fucking bathroom code it's, without a stupid receipt. It's not Fort Knox. It's fine. It's a public bathroom at a Chipotle. There is nothing to protect. Precisely. It's disgusting. You're keeping filth in is what you're doing. <laughs> Contain the fucking filth. So yeah, there's there and like there's all by the way, there's a there's a cameo in this scene in case you guys were wondering. Oh, no. Bigfoot shows up. Oh, right. The monster truck Bigfoot is oh, yeah. some, for some reason repainted. Why would, what's the point of having a Bigfoot if you're not going to show him? Yeah, exactly. if Bigfoot can appear in his classic blue glaze. And also, what are we talking about? Okay, what we're talking about is Gravedigger said no. Yeah, oh, definitely. I oh. called for Gravedigger. <laughs> Turn me down. Gravedigger. I'm going to take it out on Bigfoot. Make him have a paint job. Look at that. Truckzilla wishes he was here. <laughs> if you're making a movie and <laughs> Gravedigger says no, it you... might be Tango and Cash. <laughs> Definitely Gravedigger said no. <laughs> Gravedigger was busy. 
Oh, can I tell you? One time I went to a monster truck show. Oh, really? <laughs> it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they did was, and this was this was in, this was in Albany, New York. And what they did, like halfway through this show, some dude got on the PA, and they were like, "Spotted over the Albany airport is an unidentified flying object. Oh, fuck! Heading towards the arena." And I was like First a little contact, kid. Dude. I was a little kid. I was like, "What the?" <laughs> Terratructal. Oh my wish! But then it was it was this fucking whatever the fuck oh. truckosaurus or whatever oh, the thing shit. was. It's like oh no, they tracked it right. It's truckosaurus, and then this big fucking stupid thing comes out. Man, there are ways to waste money, and there are monster truck show ways to waste money. Oh my lord! Well, uh, are those free Saturday? I have a couple detectives dropping by. <laughs> Wait. Uh, have they defeated my demolition derby? <laughs> it's so stupid. They're driving around. They both have like super guns and are shooting stuff. It's and outrageously the actions, dumb. The, you know, the this could have been Contra. This could have been Contra. This could have been the Contra movie. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Steve's point. Continue it because the action does. Suck. The action just sucks. I'm sorry. Like I don't. It's all practical, which is nice. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> my, my eloquent point, my dissertation on Tango Cars. The actual well, that's the dark. That's hang the... up on him. <laughs> oh man, that's his thesis statement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like whatever. I mean, I don't know. Like the, again, we're not seeing a lot of people dying. No one gets run over by this monster truck. What are we talking about? Why here? are you hiring fucking Bigfoot in the first place <laughs> if Bigfoot ain't gonna run nobody down? <laughs> No, it's just a bunch of explosions. Well, that must have been in the in Bigfoot's rider. Like Bigfoot can be an evil truck, <laughs> but Bigfoot will not take anyone's life. Now, let me tell you the story about me the... watching this movie last night. Uh huh. So I've seen this movie. Did before. you recognize Bigfoot? You oh, shit. <laughs> no, I didn't. I read that on the Tribune, just like you did. Uh, is that Gravedigger? No, <laughs> oh God, Bigfoot's here. Oh, Gravedigger must have said no. <laughs> No, um, I, I've seen this movie before, and I didn't care for it the last time I saw it. And I watch it, and I am falling the fuck asleep during. Of course, the, you I, would. It is a struggle, so much so I am sitting upright. I fell asleep, like my back not to anything. I'm just upright on the edge of the couch. I like dropped my phone. I passed out. I woke up though, and it's like there's all this fire happening, and all, the, and they're shooting shit, and I was like, "Wait, what? What? I mean, you sleep on this movie for yeah. a second. And it changes what movie it is. Like there's a new rapidly. director, there's a new director, a new editor, and maybe a new film score guy, <laughs> and maybe the dude who owns Bigfoot is directing. <laughs> um, so they get out of this thing, and now they're in his facility. Yeah, it's like this mob complex, and they're just gunning <laughs> people down. They run across Brian James again. Well, they, they which is ki- fun. By the way, they kill uh, James Hong immediately. He oh, doesn't yeah. even say anything. It's unbelievable. He gets shot through like a two sided mirror, and some other guy gets mirror. the other guy gets killed the too they're 20 million dollars over budget they're rushing to get done sorry james hong your chest is going hurry to up we just gotta get to the high five. <laughs> oh, oh we'll get there but yes so brian james shows up he's kidnapped terry hatcher because of course she's been kidnapped bait this entire time she's in the movie to dance play electric drums mm-hmm. and then be kidnapped <laughs> Um, yeah. And also give uh, Kurt Russell a back massage. So yes. then you get your little fight sequence, and it ends with Kurt Russell putting a grenade down Brian James's pants. Yes. Which is good. <laughs> yeah. And he explodes. Which, which is also great. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we don't. <laughs> which is yeah, also great. I kind of want to see. He, I mean, it's, it is great. Mm-hmm. To, to yes. your point, it's yes. great. Sure. He goes down a stairwell, but he disappears out of view, and then the explosion happens. I think you see a couple chunks. Okay. I, I think maybe it's like clothing chunks, maybe. I don't think no, you see. No, 
like I need like a explosion. stump. I need like, like fucking a... bones flying yeah. out. I kind of you know, want Brian a... James to look down like, oh no, you and it hurts. You need that. You also here's how you do it though: slow mo that fucking skullet with the ponytail just oh, falling to the ground. It's the only yeah. thing that's left because we've been mentioning that he has and it's a ponytail. On fire a little bit. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah, singed. Singing. We've mentioned the ponytail. We have not mentioned the fact that this ponytail is the byproduct of a fucking skullet that is in full force. Yeah. yeah. Full force skullet. I didn't want to bring it up and like embarrass him. <laughs> he's but, long dead. Who cares? I, but he's great. I love him. And yes. then a door opens. It is. It's like Contra. It's, it's a like, video oh, game. I'm the last master. This is really stupid. <laughs> Oh, cabin, good job. The uh, okay, so Terry Hatcher is now immediately a hostage again. Yeah. You yeah. Don't twice get, in a you row. Don't get to well, do she's that. A, she's movie. a female, so of course she's gonna. The only, but you know what? The only person that that can happen to is Princess Peach. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, you gotta jump over my back and hit the axe. <laughs> I'm gonna fall <laughs> on a bunch of fire. Why did Bowser keep leaving that axe by that rope that was holding the Bad bridge? Bad idea, Bowser. Yeah, really. Figure it out. How'd you man? get to be the fucking king of anything, you moron? Because <laughs> he had a head about him you know it's always <laughs> ego with these guys so we're ripping off the end of lady from shanghai by oh, and God. enter the dragon as well right or which maybe that maybe enter uh, the dragon lady from shanghai is a very yes. old orson what, wells do movie. they both end with a killer headshot <laughs> <laughs> yes man does palance get it but you're be... talking about the funhouse mirror yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do feel like th- this movie saw enter the dragon i don't know if it saw they didn't lady see the orson wells film no they saw enter the dragon yes but what is, I didn't understand, how does he know which one Palance is in this situation? They, they kind of say it really quick. So there's this, it, it's, it's it, Jack Palance, he's like, ah, and he's got uh, Terry Hatcher, <laughs> who's gagged, and, you know, because she ain't allowed to talk. And, well, she's like, gagged, but oddly, she though, she definitely she's, has to be gagged. She's <laughs> yeah. playing the electric drums while gagged, which is so weird. One side. Finish off Tango and Cash. I will finally have time to take that shit. <laughs> Next, it's the pish mode. Oh shit! I had I, the mice are using the bathroom. Ripley's, believe it or not, <laughs> mice using the can. That was always My, great about mice. Palance doing that because you could tell. Like, here's the thing, and I, I've been talking about it a lot on Twitter. This new rabbit hole I've fallen down, which is obsessively watching Unsolved Mysteries sure. on Amazon Prime. Robert Stack is in full force. They got at least two seasons of this shit. Robert Stack in those show intros and outros was concerned and and wanted to include you in solving a mystery. Uh-huh. He's right? terrifying. He's also like a ghost or it's something. It's fucking bone chilling. He's right? always <laughs> wearing a trench coat and just a jacket with a bunch of buttons. Yes. Either a trench coat proper yep. or a jacket with a bunch of buttons. It's a suit jacket <laughs> where you're like, why are there four buttons holding this closed? <laughs> yeah. But with with Robert Stack, it was like, tonight, you might be able to help solve a mystery. And I'd be like, fuck yeah! Palance, it's like, well, you can believe it or not. I don't give a fuck. What the fuck am I doing? Did I just waste your time or not? Was that mermaid real? I don't care. Look at me giving a fuck. <laughs> I'll see you at uh, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Stack oh. was the better host. Oh, I'll see you in hell. <laughs> That latch on the bathroom is half green, which is <laughs> vacant, and half red, which is occupied. I, I keep knocking and knocking. 
Believe it or not, (laughs) I shit on the floor. Some fuck is sleeping in it. (laughs) There are homeless shelters for that. (laughs) Go sleep in a church. (laughs) I gotta shit. Somebody give me a shovel. (laughs) Then he runs into like a confessional in a church. It's Robert Stack just fucking late. Not Robert Stack. Uh, <laughs> Him too. Maybe he's the Tonight, priest. Tonight, I shit in a confessional. I, I want a t-shirt of Jack Palance that says, go sleep in a church. That's what I want. That's the shirt that While I'm While yelling at a semi-locked door. <laughs> uh, so whatever. they shoot. But yes, to your point, like th- th- there's this gag where they're like, we should take his kneecaps out for some reason. And they both shoot him in the head. Oh, right. And it's like, oh, I missed. Like, yeah, I missed him too. And they both have different reasons. One's like, oh, because of I, I noticed the reflection was doing this. And then like, okay. Stallone's well, like, I yeah, I noticed something else too, whatever. End yeah, of the I, movie. All these like Back optics things. I mean, I got to call Neil deGrasse Tyson. I don't know if any of this is accurate. <laughs> he should fact check this. <laughs> he probably Definitely. should. You fact know, check a, that supercar. tweeting here, uh, you know, a bazooka boot wouldn't actually work in real life. <laughs> <laughs> blow his leg right off. Where would the missile go? <laughs> <laughs> is he holding it between his toes? Preposterous. <laughs> hang up on that guy. Yeah, I would hang Ridiculous. up on, on, on Cosmos himself. I do feel like if Neil deGrasse Tyson wasn't Neil deGrasse Tyson, he would literally, and, and Twitter didn't exist, he would be calling into radio shows and be like, um, I, I saw a Starkiller base just doesn't make any sense. And they're yeah. like, oh, hang up on that guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to screen these calls. <laughs> Uh yeah, I mean that's kind of it. Like he's dead. They saved the day. There's all sorts of uh, laughing about. Fac- I'm gonna fuck your sister. Well, the facility yeah. blows up. Oh first. right, there, what is there's a bomb? There's a self destruct thing. That, <laughs> it's insane. It's like it's like mob complex will self destruct in thirty. <laughs> 29, 28. It's like, what, what happened? Does that maybe once the mice get to the cheese, it sets it off? <laughs> oh, fuck. They actually did wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, I'm 68 years old. There's no way I'm getting out of You want a self destruct button on this thing? <laughs> yeah. You know how much those fuckers are? It's a maze table with a bomb in it. <laughs> how big you want the bomb? Is that supposed to be the same office, though? Like, where his great wall of TVs yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That, that, we do see that. Oh, yeah. okay. He needs to yeah. take out a city block. A si- <laughs> Are you serious? That's right. I'll live on in wax form. <laughs> All right, then. Does he have a Madame Tussauds? I guarantee it. He, they might have moved it. They might have got rid of it because it was, in the he's one not in, popular. Uh, the anymore. one in Texas does. Let me tell you, if you've ever paid money to go into a Madame Tussauds, congratulations on wasting thirty dollars a ticket. I paid money to go to a wax museum. Congratulations on wasting thirty dollars no, a cheaper, ticket. Cheaper, but it was it was in. <laughs> It was a wax museum in the city of Monterey, California. Oh. And it was like... They were all melted? Here, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was like, here's the history of Monterey. And it was like the mo- It was like a dingy basement that smelled. <laughs> and it was like clearly made in like the 70s or 80s. And no one has ever been there since I showed up. Oh, really? And it was really weird. Because mm. you press the buttons and they'd be like... They'd talk to you and be like, hey, partner. Wait. And it was like <laughs> oh. the wrong things were talking. Wait, and it was... <laughs> Do you get hepatitis? <laughs> I haven't checked yet, but maybe, probably. You should probably get but that checked out. They even had, they even had a brothel wax, like there's like a wax girl, like 
like breathing heavy on a bed, and it's just like. Did you get Ew. chlamydia? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! The toilet seat's missing. Ah, I don't want to use it to get hepatitis, but I just might have to. Time to squat. <laughs> I've been, I've been oh. waiting for an hour and a half. Okay, Palance. Ah, just, better hover. Just like you're protecting an egg. I'm gonna hold on to. <laughs> you're gonna hatch soon. <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to the light fixture like Mel Gibson in Lethal Weapon. <laughs> but yeah, so they, 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 he's like, I'm gonna fuck your sister. By the way, the, the newspapers love Tango. Well, and, I, oh my god, the high five! It's one of the best high fives I've ever seen. <laughs> but they, they, but like even before they're like Tango and Crash in prison? Question mark. We like, are using newspapers as transition effects through this whole movie. You. It, it is it terrible. It begins with Cash. Cash like busted somebody with 200 kilos of whatever. Yep. It's just too, you, he made just a bust 200 and it was two hundred kilos. I mean, th- this is like some Dick Tracy shit. Yes, man, exactly. it's so two hundred kilos of the stuff. So they they give a high five, and the last shot of the movie is uh, is is the front page. I think it's them and, and Jeffrey Lewis says Tango and Cash heroes again, best friends ever. <laughs> Whatever. They're, and they're setting this up like it's going to be a franchise. Yeah, too. it's not oh, It's yeah. not uh, uh, an abhorrent sequel setup situation. But it's uh, there. But it's the there. The door is wide it's open. Like, you're, you know what? This might feel like the third movie, but we're going to get at least six more of these bad boys. Because they can go to New Orleans, right? They, can they certainly... should have oh. been in New Orleans in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Come like, on. That's like the end of the movie, right? That's, that that's, is, that's the end of I the movie. I do have something I want to read real quick. Oh, please. I, oh, I don't yeah. know if this is going to pay off or not, but if you're listening to this, the IMDb message boards have already been taken down. Oh, no. Oh, right. R.I.P. the boards. Last week. This is the thing I was going to ask you about, though. Is, uh, is, you- Ter- is Terry Hatcher hot? Or is she not? I mean, like, everybody thinks she is, but she's not. I'm pretty good on the internet, and I think women are less attractive than people say they are, and people need to know I was, about it. I was actually wondering if Eric was heading up, like, a team of hackers saving <laughs> as much of the IMDb no, message. No, honestly, I want them to go down. And yes, I want them to, yeah. I want this them is to, my question, though. Yeah. I know they're taking the boards down, which is right. fine. This is our in memoriam. But are we losing user reviews? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Because if we are, our live show format's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they'll still do I think that. the user reviews are staying. But yeah, actually, I heard someone say like they were bummed out because they're such a great resource. I was like, what are um, you talking about? Okay, bigotry? Here, here, okay yeah. exactly. And this is, this is, here's going to be what these things were for future people. Oh, right. This, this is good, dude. This is time capsule right, shit. Right, exactly. So the, the subject line of this message board post is... Gay overtones? Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Uh Oh, all right. Tango asks his command officer if he is proposing to him after he arrives back to the station after the first bust. He does. Then he and Cash have comparison check while in the showers of prison. And Tango says, I just do not know that you well enough after Cash (laughs) pretends that he wants to just get soap. I can understand protecting your sister, but Tango also seemed a little jealous that Cash was doing something very pleasurable with his sister. (laughs) I think that Tango want to be on top of that whole ordeal. (laughs) 
Is Hall spelled H O L E? No, it's spelled right. Surprisingly, oh, wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> there are more overtones, but you have to see it. Was Cash gay or just too damn well dressed for a cop? Someone, please explain it to me. First of all. Yeah, it's a real tragedy. This shit's getting shut down. Yeah. And how was he that well dressed? He was—he's just wearing. Tango is the well dressed one. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say. Turns out this but is yeah. written by an idiot. But even still, he just wore a suit. That doesn't make you gay. I mean, like gay men wear suits. Gay men don't wear suits. Straight men wear suits. Straight men wear lots of suits. Ladies wear suits. Everyone wears suits. <laughs> I've seen a goddamn monkey wear a suit. <laughs> And that was the best Academy Awards we've ever been to. But to be, yeah, I mean, like, this is what we're missing. We're missing this conversation. That, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of posts debating this. Of course. Some people, like, reply to this guy and were like, well, maybe you, he's you the one that is gay yeah, for you thinking know what? of this. And then he's just like, ha ha, no, why is it you gays like to think that me, straight guy, oh, would be, you know, it goes into that yeah. territory. Oh. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know what we're what doing? Are we doing? You know what we're doing? Hang up on him. He card read good. <laughs> there was a, a My Father the Hero thread that somebody sent oh, me really? after uh, we did that episode. They're like, oh, get it while you can. And it was just basically like some guy being like, yeah, it's kind of weird that they're showing this girl's ass. And everyone's like, well, why are you looking, man? And like, then other people were like, hey, man, grass on the field, dot, dot, dot. Oh. Please shoot me in the head. <laughs> That's a new, that's an interesting take on yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. There's grass on the field. Please fucking end my life. <laughs> that is exactly how that sentence should end. <laughs> that's Tango and Cash from 1989, directed by Andrei Konchalovsky and several other people. Uh, big thanks to what's his face, Lawrence. 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 Oh, by the way, uh, I will not recommend your movie, Lawrence. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, right. Yeah, no, yeah, no. no. Absolutely, no. Yeah. Go, go away. No. I think it might be an okay Hangover movie. It is. Yeah. It, it goes there. Yeah, but I mean, it is kind of. Just it's dull, but it's not bad. I mean, it's, it, it, it's bad. bad. It's a bad movie, but it's, it's bad. A, it's not dull. It's a cultural <laughs> watch it because you you like Kurt Russell, you like Stallone, and it's like, well, they did a movie together, which I think was a bad pairing to begin with. It but, was, yeah, but but they have butts. And seeing is believing, Chris, so thank <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's so much a Hangover movie that I was indeed much like a Hangover, like going in and out of consciousness. Sure. Uh, and I still was able to follow most of it. So, uh, yeah, not recommend. Possible Hangover movie. Possible. Yeah. And uh, these will be coming up, by the way, these Patriot. We've we got a couple of these, so yeah. we'll always call out the yes, these gentle Patriot. Yes, obviously, the people All that their obligations. Did. Of course. Exactly, yeah. You will not be left behind. Uh, so, yeah. For more We Hate Movies, check out whmpodcast.com or check us out over at the HeadGum Network page. Check out the slew of great shows on our network. Uh, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We are at whmpodcast and write into the ye old mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, next week on the program, what are we doing? We're doing the beginning of Listener Request Month. That's correct. With uh, The Last Airbender. Shamalong Town, we're going back. Man, we are, we are like making our way through this dude's filmography. Yeah. There's not much left. Well, split still has to happen, sure. Oh, <laughs> I, I heard good things, but oh, really? I, I heard good things as it's well. It's kind of a thing that split the room. Oh. I've heard bad, I've heard good, so I don't know. But uh, Last Airbender, I think, Steve, you're the only one that's seen it in this room. Oh, Cabin, you it. checked it out? It's... Cabin, do you own it on Special Edition Blu ray? I do not. Ultra 4K HD? Triple I do disc. Not. I do not. <laughs> it's. Uh, um, it's a piece of shit. Did anyone see it in theaters? I did. I did wow. not. Wow. I did, yeah. 
Oh, what? Man. One, God, one for Last Airbender, please. <laughs> no, I was on a date with my now fiance. Thank you very much. Oh boy, boy you must not like her. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like each other. Oh, okay, that's it's much more romantic. So until next week, when Listener Request Month kicks off on We Hate Movies, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadan, Chris Cabin, Eric Siska. Take it easy. That was a HeadGum podcast. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.